Shalom, shalom. Once again, uh, anchor. This is Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Bryan. Um, coming with a new, new segment, a uh, new episode. I guess you could say a new season. That's how y'all want to do it. Um, just prayers. All this is gonna be is prayers. Um, and I will title prayer such and such and prayer such and such. Or just me reading um, books to give inspiration and motivation in these days. So with that being said, Anchor, everyone of Yashara, everyone of Yahuda, everyone that is of Yahudi, you are of Yahuwah. You don't claim nothing else. You don't claim no group, no assembly, and none of that other crap. You claim Yahuwah first, your nation next, and then your tribe. That is who we are speaking to, everyone else. If you're not woke up and you still call on those wicked names, those wicked names such as G-O-D, L-O-R-D, J-E-S-U-S, S-C-H-I-R-S-T, J-E-H-O-V-A-H, E-L-H-O-I-M, Y-A-H-W-E-H, A-H, Y-A-H, my bad, A-H, yeah, I said it right, um, Y-A-S-H-W-A-H, whatever, all those wicked names, um, we pray for you and we hope that you wake completely up, other than that, shalom, let's get into this. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing, Anchor? This is Mr. Yasharal, Yahuda Bryan. Um, today's prayer is going to be Psalms 23. I know everyone should know this one because it's always being read. But we're going to read it. And in the midst of reading it, let's hope to break it down. And let's hope to get more inspiration out of what's already been put out there. So let's say a quick prayer. Ab I just ask that you be with me, fill me with the Rook Hakadusha the Shamayim of knowledge, understanding, and discernment, so that I can hopefully bring um, some light to what's already been put out. So be it affirmative. <laughs> All right. Yahuwah is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside still waters. Yeah, I gotta understand. Yahuwah is not some fictional person, some fictional being. He cannot be killed. He cannot be slain. He cannot be corrupted. He cannot be anything that man thinks that they can do to him. That's why when it says, Yahuwah is my shepherd, I shall not want. When you call on the name of Yahuwah, especially in these dark times, Yahuwah gives you everything that you need as well as you want. But you got to remember this. The wants have to be righteous. You, your needs and your wants have to match up. Um, verse 3. He restores my soul. Y'all got to understand it's a lot of people that don't. I mean, our souls, our roots, our spirits are constantly going through battles on a daily. And without Yahuwah, we're constantly being beat up, destroyed, and everything else. But he restores my soul, which means that my soul is now back and it's healed, right? 
He leadeth me in the in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Not understanding, see, Yahuwah says he hates the sin as well as the sinner, which means he's not going to have you out here calling on his name if you're still in that sinful way. So he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake to let everybody know that he is a righteous almighty one. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, which we walk through that every day. Y'all don't get it. Y'all looking at everything in a physical sense thinking, oh, physical this, physical that. See, this is a spiritual world that we live in, which means everything spiritual. Yes, it has effect on the physical. But if you have that power over that spiritual, which Yahuwah gives it to you, then yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because there's no evil that can touch you. For thou art, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thou comfort me. You should be comfortable. You shouldn't be stressed out, worried. For a minute, I'm not going to lie to you. I was stressed out when stuff started coming up because I wasn't prepared. But Yahuwah kept telling me, chill out. Calm down. It's okay. We are going to be okay. Be still. Right? Psalms 40:16, Verse 5. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemy. Y'all got to understand. The 400th year prophecy is now. Y'all too busy worrying about the end of time that y'all forgot about the prophecy. <laughs> he gonna prepare a table before uh, in the presence of our enemies. Simply saying, and this, a lot of people think that this means he's gonna sit us down with our enemies. In the presence of our enemies just means that they're going to see this. They're going to see that he's preparing greatness and and shalom and 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 something good for us in their presence thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over when he anointed you can't nobody touch you when he anoints you you are in shalom you're favored and when he anoints you your cup when your cup runneth over listen you don't have to thirst for nothing ever again surely goodness and compassion shall follow me all the days of my life <laughs> Just like um, he tells us that he set his, his set apart to take charge over us and keep us in all our ways. Surely, goodness and compassion shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of Yahuwah forever. Y'all got to be prepared. Stop worrying about what man is, is sitting out here talking about, because man has no say-so. Man cannot control if you live or die. I understand it might seem like they do, but you got to understand this. When that test comes, the only time man has power over you is when you give it to him. This coronavirus is coming up, and there's so many people bugging out, talking about the end of times is here. <laughs> it's so many people talking about the Hebrews, this Hebrews, that. I'm not a Hebrew. I'm a Yahudi. I am Yahuwah's, and I am, I'm just his, his child, point blank, period. Simply saying that I have to read scriptures first. We have to go by scripture first. Y'all worried about the end of the world when the nations haven't even been judged yet. We haven't come out of the country with great substance. Our people have not been, 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 uh, 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 <laughs> it's so much 
that y'all are missing. So stop being fretful, stop being fearful, and be fearless. You feel me? <laughs> he didn't give us a root of fear, but of courage, of shalom, right? Trust in Yahoo will give him everything. And I'm telling you, and, and I'm going I'm to be honest with you, it's not on your own time. That, that's something I learned, you know? Um, and I know a lot of people say, yeah, they say that a lot in church, but I'm not in church. I'm not reading some off a paper. I don't get paid for saying this or doing none of this. This is personal experience. When you pray, it's not going to happen when you want it to. Unless your needs match up with your wants. And your wants and your needs are righteous. And they're all according to the, to the, to the, to the, to the will of Yahuwah. Everything has to match up. <laughs> And yes, I'm here to tell you, if it does not match up, it's not going to happen. Trust me. A lot of my stuff, I pray a lot, but my my will, my 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 needs, my 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 wants, and everything else does not match up. So the prayers, the the confirmations and barookings are not there. But it's okay because I know we have to know where we flaw. We have to know where we mess up because remember, Yahoo is perfect. He's righteous. Nothing about his, him is, is corruptible. So if that's the case, that would mean that we're doing something that we have no business doing or we're not matching what we need to be matching. Um, in these end times, stay prayed up. Stay in your scriptures. If you are with a camp, a group, assembly, anything like that, I heavily suggest that you get in your scriptures. I'm not saying you cannot convocate, convocate, uh, convocate uh, I can't even say the word, um, conversate with other Yahudi or other, that other chosen of Yasharal. But what I am telling you is if you're, lead, if you're following after man, you are lost. You're more lost than a Christian or a Catholic or a religious person. You're more lost than a satanic person. So I'm telling you, I'm begging you as well as the scriptures tell you, the only one that you should put your trust in, you should follow, you should do anything is Yahuwah. Trust in him, believe in him, give it to him. And by scriptures, don't trust me by scriptures. Give him the chance to prove you that what's in the scriptures is true. And, and I'm here to tell you once again, a lot of times I get frustrated because my prayers don't get answered. But it takes situations to let me know your wants and your needs didn't match up. Something was not righteous in the sight of Yahuwah. You wanted something, but you didn't need it. Or you wanted it and you needed it, but you had wrong intentions. So it did not happen. And that's okay. Because when it does not happen, that means you have a chance to fix it. Right? So let's fix it. You're fearing right now. You have this coronavirus. And they talk about state of emergency. Martial law. This is the end of the 400th year prophecy. This week. And it's so much that's about to go on. But trust in Yahuwah. Give it to Yahuwah. And, um, and the scriptures. Let Yahuwah's promises be true in promises. Don't give in to Satan. Don't give in to the world. Give in to Yahuwah so that you can see the shalom. So with that being said, I'm Anchor, I'm going to say shalom to y'all. I hope y'all have a peace, a shalom feel yom or Layla. Um, and remember, trust in Yahuwah. Just give it to Yahuwah. Um, everything will work out. Um, 
And this is not me. Like I said, I don't get paid for this. I don't do advertising. Nothing. I, I do advertisement on my own page with my own self. Which means I'm not being paid for this. So with that being said, shalom to y'all. Uh, I love you. Shalom. Alright, shalom. Once again, Anchor. This is once again, Mr. Yasserah Yahuda Bryant. Um, I know <laughs> two in less than 10 minutes. Let's get to it. Psalms 35. Plead my cause. Oh, Yahuwah. With them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of my shield and my and buckler. And stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear. And stop the way against them that prosecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that divides my heart. Let them be a, be a chaff before the wind. And let the set-apart of Yahuwah chase them. The set-apart uh, messengers, or as people commonly call them, the angels. Um, verse 6. Let their way be dark and slippery. And let the set-aparts of Yahuwah prosecute them. Do y'all hear this? Starting off at 1, he said, "Please plead my cause. Oh, Yahuwah. With them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. Do y'all not understand? Remember, these scriptures, as well as these prayers, even though this did happen to my brother, it's these are prayers, these prayers and these scripts, these verses were meant for us, right? Fight against them that fight against me. If you are a Negro, Negro descendant, not, I mean a slave, a descendant of the slaves, which also are the descendant of the chosen of Yasharal, the true chosen people of Yahuwah, of the creator that created everything, you're being fought against every day, all day, no matter if you sleep or woke, no matter if you have no evil intentions. Our enemies fight us on a daily basis. It said take hold of a of. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Right now, Yahuwah is standing up for our help. Do you not know what's, what's, what's about to happen? Verse 3, draw out also the spirit and, I mean, and stop the way against them that prosecute me. We prosecuted daily. Personal experience, I'm prosecuted daily. It says, say unto my soul. I am thy salvation. Yahuwah is thy salvation. Nobody else and nothing else. Call on Yahuwah. Yahuwah is salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that divides my hurt. So many of them divide our hurt. They divide and I hurt right now. So many of our people are finna be prosecuted and put to death because they don't call on the name of Yahuwah. Let them be a chaff before the wind, and let them let the set of parts of Yahuwah chase them. 
Yahuwah set apart will chase these wicked people. They will do your bidding. Let Yahuwah be the one that does your bidding. Remember, this is a battle that does not belong to you. So why are you trying to fight it? That's stupid. That'll be like you going to a, a, a gun fight and you only have not, not, not even a sword or a knife, but you got a butter knife. Like, what are you going to do? Throw it at somebody and hope that it's sharp enough to maybe scratch them? Come on now. Where we at? Uh, verse 4. Uh, nope. Uh, uh. No, 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 I'm sorry. We're verse 6. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the set apart of Yahuwah prosecute them. Simply saying, see, we're going to put this in a physical sense as well as a spiritual sense. See, physically, for 400 years, as well as any time we went into captivity, they've made our way, we, we've been, our way have been dark, slippery, we've fallen at every turn, especially in this wicked system we're in. Now, we continue to be in darkness, slip and fall at every turn. As I was saying, sorry about that. So, <laughs> on a spiritual sense, at every turn, do y'all not pay attention? You wonder why black people continue to have things poured onto them. This is, this, this is, we're constantly being murdered and everything. That's prophecy. But did you also know that the only way that you can be cursed is if you mess up? And what I mean by mess up is if when you sin against Yahuwah, you commit abominations against Yahuwah, and you don't repent, or you just doing it, right? They made our people walk in darkness for four, a little bit more, longer than 400 years, though. Um, and we've been slipping for a long time. Now listen to the rest of this. And let the set of parts of Yahuwah prosecute them. So these people will be prosecuted. For without cause they had, for without cause have they hid for, hid for me their net in a pit which without cause they have digged for my soul. So they basically been trying to dig a hole to kill me, to take for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawareness, unawares, and let his net that he has hid catch himself into that very destru destruction, let him fall. Remember this, a net is called, considered a snare, right? See, these heathens have been saying for years that we are, that black is evil, dark is evil, this and this, right? But see, the snares and the traps that they've been setting for the true chosen dark-skinned Negroes are coming back on them because they didn't really understand. Well, really they did, but you know, it, it's okay. Let's, let's finish this. And my soul shall be joyful in Yahuwah. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Yahuwah, who is like unto thee, which delivereth the poor from, his, from him that is too strong for him? Yeah, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. False witness did rise up. 
they laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. Which that's 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 kind of if y'all want to be frank, when you go to these camps, even at these churches, you got a bunch of these, it's a bunch of prophets and preachers and teachers and and this assembly, that assembly, this camp, that camp, this group, that group. And all of these people rising up and they all asking for money. They all telling you this. They all telling you that. But which one of them are literally telling you what's really right? Which one of them are more so worried about your salvation and helping you get to Yahuwah versus how many of them are literally putting themselves as your leader? They trying to make themselves Moses, uh, this um, uh, somebody's dad, somebody's mother, and it's like, wow, do you not read the scriptures? I'm just saying. They reward me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting and, and my prayers returned into my own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. But in my adversary, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yeah, they abject, abject gathered themselves together against me. And I knew it, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased me. With hypocrisy, mockery, mockers infest feast, they garnished upon me with their teeth. Yahuwah, how long would thou look on? Rescue my soul from their destruction, my darling from the lions. I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Let not them that are mine enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let them wink with their with the eye that hate me without a cause. For they speak not peace, but they devise deceitful matters against me that are quite quite in the land. Yeah, they opened their mouth wide against me and said, Aha, aha, or our eye has seen it. This thou hast seen, O Yahuwah, keep not silent. O Yahuwah, be not far from me. Stare up thyself and awake to my judgment, even unto the cause, my all you are, uh, uh, and my sovereign. Judge me, O Yahuwah, my all you are, according to the righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, ah, so would we have it. Let them say, let them not say, we have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together to that rejoice at mine hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Let them shout with joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yeah, let them say continually, let Yahuwah be magnified which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his service. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and, the, and, and of thy praise all the day long. Man, y'all got to understand. In these wicked times like this, 
And I know y'all so busy out there. Pray for your enemy. Stop praying for the enemy. Stop. That 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 BS is done. It's over. Quit it. Call on Yahuwah and pray. Honestly, for the for a quick and speedy destruction. But also pray that no shame shall come up to you or unto your family. These are prayers. Pray this stuff. Make sure that you're not praying for your enemies. Pray for you. Pray for your family. Pray that Yahuwah brings no shame upon you nor your family members. But pray that Yahuwah brings shame to your enemies. More so those that are not in your nation. And those that are in your nation that have chosen other nations and the chosen and, and that have chosen to follow after them. Those are considered, I consider them as my enemies. I won't lie. Um... And the only way I consider them my enemy because you made that choice. Um, you chose them over your own people. So that's why I say that. So with that being said, uh, we're going to say, uh, let's say a quick prayer. And then I'm going to be done with this for the night. Um, Sovereign Father, Ab Yahuwah, um, this prayer goes to the whole nation of Yasharal the whole tribe of Yahuda, um, as well as myself and my family. Yahuwah, I ask that you be with us and that you bring no shame upon those who are truly seeking, whether they are in the truth or whether they not. I ask that you don't bring shame upon them. I ask that you awaken them. Reveal yourselves to those who, who choose to seek you and are truly seeking you but have no true... Um, True lead lead way. Um, I ask that you be with them, and even those that are in the walk, Yahuwah, those of us that are truly seeking you, those who are confounded, that are that constantly go through stuff on a daily basis. Um, I ask that you be with us. Um, reveal more of your secrets to us. Uh, uh, bring more of your truth. Everything that is a lie, we ask that you completely take it away from us and out of our mouths. Yahuwah, I ask that you be with us. I ask that you uh, bring shame to the enemy. Bring shame to this wicked nation. Um, <laughs> Yahuwah, I just ask that those who are of Yasharal that have chosen uh, the nation and the heathens over you as well as over their own people. Yahuwah, I ask that those be the ones that you... Um, I ask that uh, I don't want to pray against them, so I'm just going to say, Yahoo, I ask that you just be with us, those who truly seek you out. And even though we know that those out there that are praying against us and, and putting wickedness over us and witchcraft, Yahoo, I just pray against them and I renounce it and I send it back to them. Um, we know that you are our salvation. We know that you are not going to bring any shame on us, but you will bring full shame upon the heathens and the nations uh, that have us in capture. This coronavirus is nothing but the beginning of the uh, of the end of the 400th year prophecy. And we just say through God, we ask that you be with uh, Yasharal as a whole. Um, with that being said, uh, all, all you Yahoo, Baruchat Yahuwah, Baruchat Yahusha, let it be, so be it, firm. Shalom, shalom once again.
Anchor, this is Mr. Yashra Yahuda Brian coming to you with another prayer from Psalm, Psalms 92. Let's get to it. It is righteous, it is a righteous thing to give praise, give thanks, unto Yahuwah, and to sing Yash, I mean, Yada, or, or praise unto thy name, O Most High Yahuwah, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning. And thy faithfulness every night upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the pastry, posture, upon the heart with a solemn sound. For though Yah, thou, Yahuwah, hast made me glad through thy work, I will triumph in the works of thy hand. O Yahuwah, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doeth a fool understand it. When the wicked spring is grass. Sorry, y'all. When the wicked spring is grass, when all the works of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Yahuwah art most high forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Yahuwah, for lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shall be exalted like the horn of the unicorn. It shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eyes also shall see the desire on mine enemies, and mine ears shall hear that my desire of the wicked, wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in the in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of Yahuwah shall flourish in the court of our all Yahuwah. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourish. To show that Yahuwah is upright, he is my rock. There is no unrighteousness in him. <laughs> so. First thing, I, I I want y'all to pay attention. I was going to do a lesson the other day. The lesson was going to be called, "Do Should We Pray for Our Enemies? Right? And a simple answer is, you're not supposed to. Because common sense tells you, if they're my enemy and I pray righteous for them, and righteous happen to them, what's going to happen to me? Right? They're your enemy for a reason. Let's let's go back to this to this to this verse where it says the, the desire. Right? Verse eleven. My eyes shall also. See my desire on my enemies, and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. What is he speaking of? Is he saying that I'm going to pray for righteousness for the wicked and for my enemies? No, he's saying all of those, they are my enemies and the wicked. I don't, my desire is to see them gone, right? My desire is to see them destroyed. Somebody told me the other day I was I was I was evil because I said that I don't do righteous or I don't help 
a sinner. What is a sinner? Someone who transgressed the law, statutes, and commandments of Yahuwah. Someone who does not seek out his past. Someone who does not seek him. Someone who would rather be in the world. That is a sinner. Are you supposed to do righteous to a sinner? By no means. They want to be of the world? Let them be of the world. You don't help them. Because at the end of the day, if you help them, they will turn on you. If you don't see what I'm saying now, you will see. So with that being said, uh, that was just the ending part. Um, Psalms 92. I guess we can read. Ninety-five and ninety-six too. Since we got time, give me a second. Let me highlight. No, I have not read the whole book of Psalms. I am finishing it up. Actually, I have a couple more chapters. Um, I think I got a couple more chapters. Every time I go through, it's a lot that I've read, but then it's, it's it's very few that I have not, and I can't really decipher. So I'm gonna say I'm, I'm close to finishing it. Um, first. Psalms 95. Oh, come, let us sing unto Yahuwah. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let's sing unto Yahuwah. Yahuwah, we love you. I know I can't sing. It's cool. But I'm going to continue to praise Yahuwah because he, he, he loves my voice. He loves when I praise him. So I praise him. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Do you see that it says thanksgiving, right? It's not meaning a holiday. It's just saying give thanks, right? Give thanks. Give through thy unto Yahuwah. Go to him and give thanks, right? And make a joyful noise unto him with songs. For Yahuwah is great. He is a great all, a great almighty. And a great king above all, all you are. Uh, it's, well, Allahim, right? It means men. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. It said the earth, not the world. The the strength of his of the hills is his is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hand formed the dry lands. Oh come let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before Yahuwah our maker, for he is our all and he and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. The day if if my bad Today, if ye will hear his voice. Right now, it's only speaking about Yasharal. Don't get it twisted and think it's speaking about everybody else. I'm sorry. Harden not your heart as in the uh, uh, provocation. Provocation. And as in the days of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me. My bad. Tempted me. Proved me and saw my work. Forty years long was I grieved with the with this generation and said, It is a people that do error in their heart, and they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Woo! Did y'all not hear that? Those people that came out of Mistraim or Egypt. They will not, those who have them wicked hearts, they will not see the rest. Psalms 96. 
And this will be the last one, y'all. Oh, sing unto Yahuwah, a new song. Sing unto Yahuwah, all the earth. Sing unto Yahuwah, Baruch his name, show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his, his esteem among the heathens, his wondering, his wonders among all people. For Yahuwah is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all Elohim. All, all For all the Elohim of the nation are idols, which means they do not exist. They are none thing. Right? But Yahuwah made the heaven. Esteem and, maj and, and majesty are before him. Majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto Yahuwah, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto Yahuwah esteem and strength. Give unto Yahuwah the esteem due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his court. O worship Yahuwah in the beauty of, of Kodesh. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathens that Yahuwah reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. It shall not be moved. The earth shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that is in therein. Then shall all the trees and wood rejoice before Yahuwah. He cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. With that being said, this is Psalm chapter 92, I do believe. Hold on. Yeah, Psalm chapter 92, as well as 95 and 96. I hope that was a Baruch to you. And I hope that y'all take this as, as motivation and encouragement to keep seeking. Shalom. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing, Anchor? Once again, this is Messiah Sharal, Yahuda Brian. Coming to y'all in the name of Yahuwah, Yahusha. We're going to say a quick prayer, and then we're going to read the book of Psalms, chapter 112. Shalom, Ab Yahuwah. Abba, we seek you just to say through that for another yom, another day. Yahuwah, even though life gets hard and it's a struggle sometimes, we still have to take a step back and realize that the reason why life is so hard, Yahuwah, the reason why these battles that should be won on a daily basis continue to be lost is because we try to fight them ourselves, Yahuwah. We try to take the fight to ourselves and we try to feel like we, we have... The power and that we can do everything by ourselves as man but Yahuwah we know that as long as we give it to you we have nothing to fear sometimes we feel like those who are sent to us and put in our lives Yahuwah they make mistakes and we don't we don't look at the fact that things happen but Yahuwah through you we just want to say through that I ask that you allow those including myself, to look at everything that you have placed in our lives and not look at it as a curse or to look at it as its misery, but to look at it as just what it is, Yahuwah. It's a growing mechanism. You place those people and those things in our lives, Yahuwah, not to break us, 
not to make us fold, not to make us give up hope, Yahuwah, but you place those in our lives, Yahuwah, to make us stronger, to make us believe, to make us seek you out harder, to make us come to you on our knees and pray and let you know that without you, we ain't nothing. So with that being said, we say Thurah to you, Yahuwah, in the name of Yahusha, and for your servant, Deu's sake. We know that you're going to be with us. And from this point on, Yahuwah, we ask that you help us give it to you in the name of Yahusha. All right. Shalom. Shalom. Affirmative. Affirmative. Let it be. All right. Psalms chapter 112. Man, this, this right here is going to be a good one, y'all. Let's read 112. Let me get to it. Alright, and say, Praise ye Yahuwah. Barak is the man that feareth Yahuwah, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Did y'all hear that? Barak is the man that feareth Yahuwah. This doesn't say Barak is the man that go out there and try to do it on his own accord, or Barak is the man who says that he is Baruch and he is this. No, it says Barak is the man that feareth Yahuwah, that delight greatly in his commandments. Why? Because this man fears Yahuwah. That is a commandment that's being obedient. Because if you fear Yahuwah, to fear Yahuwah is to love him. To fear Yahuwah is to, how they say, reverence him. It's to put him on high. To follow his law, statutes, and commandments is to literally tell him, Father, not only do I put you on high, but I want to let you know that I'm seeking your approval. Verse 2. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be Barak. Wow. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Did y'all hear that? So the man that feareth Yahuwah, right? He's Barak. His seed shall be shall endureth to the end of time. Wealth and riches shall be in this man's house. And his righteousness shall endure to the end of time. Ain't that something? Listen to that, y'all. Verse 4. Unto the upright there ariseth light and darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. Let me, let, let's read that one more time. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. Simply saying, a man with an upright heart, a man with an upright ruach, even though it seems dark and cloudy, that man has light. He is the light because he fears Yahuwah. <laughs> that man is compassionate. He's gracious. He's humbled. Right? Verse 5, a good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. 
Simply saying, he's not out there in the street saying I'm this, I'm that. He's not out here boasting like you see these pastors doing or these people who claiming to be in the walk and saying this and that. And I've done this. I, I had a man tell me, how many lives have you so have you saved? How many souls have you saved? And the first thing came to my head was, dang, to be a man of Yahuwah, to be a Yahudius, that's not a very upright and righteous uh, 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 um, reaction. You shouldn't be out here boasting on what you do because at the end of the day, you ain't did nothing. As man, we ain't did nothing. Right? Keep your affairs discreet. You hear this? He will guide his affairs with discretion. Not he will guide his affairs boastfulness or out there just screaming and yelling. To be upright, you got to be discerned. Verse 6. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in the everlasting remembrance. That means you're in that book. <laughs> that beautiful book of life. Verse 7. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in Yahuwah. Let me and let me say this. Don't get it twisted. Evil tidings come in many forms, right? He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. You might not, at the end of the day, evil tidings, your family can be broken because of evil tidings. If you messed up in your past, right? Evil tidings will bring that back. It'll bite you in your butt. Just because you got over it, don't mean your spouse did. Just because they got over it, don't mean that you did. Evil tidings show its face in many forms. But you can't be afraid. His heart is fixed, trusting in Yahuwah. If you don't trust in Yahuwah, when them evil tidings come, trust me, they take over. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a witness to this. Because my family has gotten, it, 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 when it first happened, my wife kicked me out. And she told me she didn't want me and all this other stuff. Yes, I'm not afraid to confess. Because at the end of the day, y'all are just man. Just like myself. Y'all can't do nothing to harm or help me. I confess and I speak what needs to be spoken. Because there's somebody else out there that might need to hear this. When I first, when it first happened, for the first couple of, first day or two, man, I sat around, and as much as I talk about Yahuwah, I sat around and I, I literally was, was calling everybody, trying to talk to everybody, trying to figure out what, what was wrong, what was wrong. And yeah, I was calling on Yahuwah, but I wasn't really seeking Yahuwah. I wasn't really trusting in Yahuwah. So it was like I was under attack, right? And my best friend... Mr. Steve, man, came in at the right moment, at the right time, and Yahuwah sent him to tell me, it's time for you to stop thinking on a physical level, not what, quote unquote, not what his words, but I'm basically paraphrasing or basically putting it, you know, basically telling me, why are you trying to fight a physical war when it's spiritual? Do you not know trusting in man won't get you nowhere? You want your family back, but you out here seeking you seeking answers and guidance from a man. Didn't not Yahuwah say, why are you not in my counsel? 
We have to trust in Yahuwah and not in man. We can't even trust in ourselves because at the end of the day, Jeremiah 17, 9 says that their heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Simply saying, you might say one thing because your heart is saying something. But if you don't go to Yahuwah, it don't matter. Your heart can be lying its butt off. Verse 8, his heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. And trust me, I know in religion they teach you to pray for your enemies. They teach you all this other stuff. I'm, I'm going to be like this to you. <clears throat> don't just go out there wishing harm on, on your enemy. But at the same time, don't go out there praying for something that at the end of the day is going to put you in a worse situation. Right now, my enemy is anyone who goes up against my family, anyone who, go, who, anyone who goes up against my father. A lot of people say, Brian, you take this too seriously. You're supposed to. At the end of the day, this is your salvation. You put Yahuwah first because at the end of the day, when judgment day come, if you have not been a righteous servant or even tried to be, things are not going to go your way. Verse 9, he had dispersed, he had given to the poor, his righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. Let me check this out, check this out. For a man to have nothing, which I have nothing. Y'all gotta, gotta hear me on this. I know a lot of these people out here, they, they, they speaking the truth and they, they requiring payments and stuff. The truth is not supposed to be sold. The way I speak, the stuff I speak, this is coming straight out of my heart. This is free. I've literally picked up people off the street. I've literally brought people into my home and people will do you dirty. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 tell you, watch who you do right to. Because you might think you're doing a righteous thing. In reality, you just messed yourself over. Verse 10, the wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall garnish with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. See, the reason why I don't, I don't, I don't fold like other people, the reason why I don't worry about things is because I know that everything that I'm going through right now, and, and y'all got to understand one thing, my life has not been easy. This is not self-pity. This is not me trying to get uh, all or any of that. This is just letting y'all know. I know y'all hear a lot of people say, "Well, such and such." I, I don't have to. I don't have to make up a sob story. If you knew me from birth to now, trust me. My life has been nothing short of 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 a disaster. I wake up and smile every day. I wake up and go through my day because I know. Long as I put my trust in Yahuwah, I'm not worried about nothing. You can judge me all day. You can talk about me all day. You can hate me all day. I have Yahuwah on my side. Y'all can only hurt the body. Y'all can't hurt the soul. Yahuwah want me dead, I'll be dead. He want me to live, I'm going to live. When Yahuwah established my wealth prosperously and my health and everything else, which that's on its way right now, trust me. 
is because he did it, not because I went out there and said, oh, he t- he, he it's taking him too long. Don't get it twisted. Sometimes I do. I, I get mad, but no, you have to trust and believe in Yahuwah. Fear him. Love him. Believe in him. Do not give him any reason or room to think that, oh, you're just doing this because you're seeking a reward. Forget the reward. The biggest reward that you should be seeking is Yahuwah. So with that being said, I'm going to say, Thurah for y'all that listened. Thurah for y'all that hear this. Remember to trust in Yahuwah. Remember no matter what goes on in your life. If you do not have Yahuwah first, if you do not call on him, if you do not seek him, your problems just get worse. The one who actually has the power to conquer for you, you have to let him fight. And his name is Yahuwah. So with that being said, let's say one more prayer and then we done. Yada Yahuwah, our praise be to you, Ab Yahuwah. Yahuwah, we're going to say Thurah to you. I'm going to say everybody that listens to this Yahuwah, including myself, because I go back and listen to my own stuff. Yahuwah, those who fear you, I ask that you touch them right now, Yahuwah. I ask that you barack them. I ask that you give them prosperity and their wealth, their health, their mental, their family, anything that's going wrong, Yahuwah. I ask that you be with them. I ask that you touch them and you just show them, Yahuwah, that at the end of the day, Yes, we still have to search to show ourselves approved. But we can still gain your love, Yahuwah. Your compassion, your grace, everything that we're seeking, your favor, your gifts, Yahuwah. At the end of the day, you are Yahuwah. <laughs> you already gifted us with so much. We got life. A lot of people got cars. They got jobs. Um, they got health. They walking around not worried about a thing. They don't even... Think about you, Yahuwah, but you still allow them to keep going. For those of us who do search and seek you and continue to try to put you first and put you first, I just ask that you touch us, Yahuwah, and that you continue to favor us that much more. Especially in these end times, Yahuwah, these wicked times. It's a lot of stuff going on, but Yahuwah, through you, we will not fear. Psalms 112, in the name of Yahusha. And for Deus' sake, Yahuwah, we say, Ani Ahaba Ata. We love you. Shalom. Let it be firm. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing, Anchor? Once again, this is Mr. Yasharal, Yahoo the Bride. Woo! Won't lie to you. Takes a lot to get on sometimes because, you know, the wickedness in this world will kind of make you go, go left. <laughs> but... What we're gonna do, we go read Psalms chapter 35 as our pra- our prayer and also as our reading. And then after we read this, we're gonna get into the actual lesson, okay? No, you can't call it. Okay. Psalms 135. <clears throat> I want y'all to really. I want y'all to really pay attention to what's being said in Psalms 135, as well as I'm going to do 135 and 138. Okay? Okay, so Psalms 135 reads such as, Praise ye Yahuwah. Praise ye the name of Yahuwah. Praise him, O ye servants of Yahuwah. 
ye that stand in the house. First off, let me go back to one. It say yada ye Yahuwah, right? Yada ta Yahuwah. Simply saying, praise you, Yahuwah. Praise you, Yahuwah. Praise the name of Yahuwah. I want y'all to pay attention. At the end, it say, "O ye servants of Yahuwah." Verse two: Ye that stand in the in the house of Yahuwah, in the courts of the house of Alua, praise Yahuwah, for Yahuwah is tub, seeing praise unto His name. It is pleasant, for Yahuwah has chosen Yakob unto Himself and Yasharal for His particular treasure. I want y'all to pay attention to something real quick. He said he chose Jacob, right? He chose Jacob as his firstborn son, right? It didn't say firstborn right here, but that's what that's what it's saying. If you go read the book of Jubilees, the book of Jubilees says that Jacob is his firstborn. Well, yeah. Verse four, no, verse five. For I know that Yahuwah is great and that our Yahuwah is above all mighty ones. All these deities, all these fake things that y'all keep wanting to worship and praise and everything else. Yahuwah is above all of that. Why praise the creation when you could praise the creator? Right? Come on, man. Verse 6. Whatsoever Yahuwah pleases, that whatsoever Yahuwah please. That did did he in the Shamayims or the heaven and in the earth and in the seas and in all the depths places, deep places. You hear that? Whatsoever he pleased, that did he in heaven, earth, the air and the seas in every place. Right. So whatever he want to do and whatever he wanted to do, he do and he did. It's not a, if I can, I will, or I got to move this around. I got to do this. No, whatever Yahuwah wants to do, he does it. He calls it the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. Did you hear that from the ends? That means the earth is established and it's flat. He make it lightning from the rain. How you make lightning from the rain? Nobody but Yahuwah, right? That's crazy. He bringeth the wind out of the treasuries. What? Who smart the smart the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and beast. So the firstborn, not just the peep of man, but of the beast too. So cows, all that. He he smart the firstborn. Wow. Who sent token and wonders into the midst of thee, O Mistraim or Egypt, upon Pharaoh? And upon all his servants who smote great nations and slew mighty kings, Shahun, king of the Amorites, and all king of the Bashan, and all the kingdoms of, of Canaan, and gave their land for an inheritance for an heritage and inheritance unto Yasharal, his people. Did you hear that? These lands that, that we was conquering when we came out of Mistraim, these lands, they belong to us. Right? So it's a lot of stuff that when you think about it, pay attention to the scriptures because the scriptures tell you everything you need to hear. Verse 13, thy name, O Yahuwah, endureth forever. Did it say your name endureth just for a season and then we go, we go, we go leave everything alone. We go, go call it on this name and that name. No, he says 
Thy name in thy name, O Yahuwah, endureth forever. And thy memorial, O Yahuwah, throughout all generations. What's his memorial? His name and his Shabbat, his word, right? For Yahuwah will judge his people and he will repent himself concerning his servants, which means he will ask for repentance from himself. <laughs> That's crazy. The idols of the heathens are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they don't speak. They speak not. Eyes, but they eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Neither is there any breath in their mouths. Simply saying, why y'all people that go to church, y'all sitting down worshiping in front of this wooden Jesus. Father, forgive me for saying that wicked name. In front of this wicked JC and G-O-D and all this, and y'all bowing down. Those are idols. Do you know that's an abomination? That's blasphemy. They can't speak, hear, see, eat. They don't have breath in them. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. Simply saying, your trust is in vain. <laughs> Barak Yahuwah, O house of Yasharal. Barak Yahuwah, O house of Arun. Barak Yahuwah, O house of Levi. It's La-U-Yah. Because, you know, the, the E is actually the A for Ayin, Ayin, the V is the U, and the I is actually the Y. So, Lay-U-E, Lay-U-E. Somebody say Louie, but uh, either way, go in, go go there. Ye that fear Yahuwah, Barak Yahuwah, Barak be Yahuwah, uh, out of Zion, which dwell at Jerusalem, praise ye Yahuwah. Who do we praise? Who do we exalt? We got to make sure Yahuwah know we put him on high. Some people say, well, he knows my heart. I'm pretty sure the scripture says confess with our mouth. So knowing your heart and confessing with our mouth is two different things, right? Let's go back to Psalms. Okay, now we're going to jump to Psalms 138. Now listen to this. It's the same thing. Psalms 138. I will yada or praise thee with my whole heart. Before the mighty will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship towards thy Thy holy temple or thy Kadesh Hayakal, and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word and thy name above all. For those people who at the time the name doesn't matter, it's the word. What did he just say right there? Verse two, I will I will worship towards thy holy temple or thy Kodesh Ahayakal and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified what? Thy word and thy name above all. You got people out here talking about his name don't matter. His name don't matter. How does his name not matter? And then y'all want to go to Psalms 138 verse two and try to make it seem like you know what you're speaking on. How dare you? Pitiful. Verse 3. In the day when I cried, thou answered me and strengthened me with thy strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Yahuwah, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yeah, they shall sing in the ways of Yahuwah, for great is thy esteem of Yahuwah. 
Though Yahuwah be high, yet has he respect unto the lowly. Y'all heard it? <laughs> Funny, right? But the proud, he knoweth afar off. You proud, boastful people, Yahuwah don't want you, don't know you, don't need you. He don't want nothing to do with you. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive, revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Yahuwah will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy compassion, O Yahuwah, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. We are the works of his own hands. Psalms is a beautiful book of prayers, but it's also a book of prophecy. You have to take these books, and you can't just see these books and say, oh man, that's, that's what it's saying. No, you got to understand. I love reading these books. Psalms was a great book. So, with that being said, we're going to say a prayer. This is a praise prayer. And I'm going to try my hardest to keep up with David or Dayui. I know I ain't going to be able to, but either way it goes, let's get it. Shalom. Happy Shabbat unto you, Ab Yahuwah, and to the congregation of the Shamayims. Yahuwah, as the book of Jubilees explained, so as we keep the Shabbat, so do you and the whole works of Shamayims. Yahuwah, I just want to come to you and everybody that's listening to this, everyone that's reading with me, everyone that, that is that is supporting this channel, this 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 podcast. Ab Yahuwah, I'm just asking that you hear us when we praise you. I'm asking that you give us the strength, that you help us not faint in these times of end. Yahuwah, help us. Let us know, Yahuwah, that you're hearing us. Because when we praise Yahuwah, we want to make sure that you hear our whole hearts. We want to make sure that you hear our being, that our soul, that our voices reach up into the Shamayim, Yahuwah. That it pierce your ears so hard that you have to just say, my children are calling unto me. Yahuwah, we want to praise you. I praise you right now. Yada Yahuwah, Yahuwah, we give ourselves to you. There is no more putting ourselves in the driver's seat. There's no more we can do it on our own. Yahuwah, learning and being of you makes us understand that without you, there's nothing we could do. That is including praise you. In order for us to praise you, Yahuwah, we need you to help us. We need you to help us understand. We need you to help us with the knowledge, the understanding, the discernment. Fill us with your Ruach, Yahuwah, because at the end of the day, without you, once again, we are as nothing. As the stars and the moon come out at night and give light. As the sun come out during the day and brighten up everything. As the, the firmament keep the waters from, from flooding us, Yahuwah. As the land keep us dry. Uh, Yahuwah, as you, 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 you answer us in a time of need versus the time of want. Yahuwah, there is so much that you do for us in all times, Yahuwah. And we're just asking that you hear our praise right now. We're asking that you come to us, Yahuwah. We don't come to you with no vain speeches, Yahuwah. We know that you're not these wicked names that they keep calling on. Yahuwah, we don't worship G-O-D or L-O-R-D or J-C. Yahuwah, we rebuke them. We call on your name because, Yahuwah, you are the only one. You are a God. Yahuwah, without you, there is nothing. You, you thought of everything and it became. You spoke it and it existed. So, Yahuwah, for you, we want to make sure that you know you are exalted. You are on high, Yahuwah. We put you first in our lives, Yahuwah. When we go through our daily lives, when we forget to praise you, Yahuwah, we ask that you thump us on the back of our heads and that you make us remember. Praise you ask you, listen to you, need you, Yahuwah, we need you, especially in these end times, there's so much wickedness going on right now, Yahuwah, it's, 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 it's baffling, 
And I'm asking that all our ser- all your servants, Yahuwah, all those that you send to me, and those who are trying to seek you like me, and those who try who even seek you harder than me, Yahuwah. Because I know there's some out there, Yahuwah, they're going so hard for you. Uh, I ask that you give me that same Ruach to go hard for you, Yahuwah, and anyone who's listening to this. So in the name of Yahusha, Yahuwah is salvation. Yahuwah, we say through that. We ask that everything that's going wrong, Yahuwah, I know the enemy is constantly knocking at our door. The enemy is constantly trying to break up something. The enemy is constantly sending assignments and, and trials and tests our way. But Yahuwah, we know that the only reason why he can do that is because you approved it. You only approve it to those who can take it, who can handle it, Yahuwah. In the beginning, we seem like it seems like, why, why would you destroy me, Yahuwah? But once things get going, you say, oh, I get you. I got you. Through that. So with that being said, Yada Yahu, Barakatai Yahuwah, Barakatai Yahusha. In the name of Yahusha. Let it be, so be it affirmative. All right, Anchor, uh, I appreciate everyone who listens to this. Throughout of y'all. Um, hope y'all having a beautiful Shabbat. Shalom. Shalom, Shalom. How y'all doing? <clears throat> Anchor. Once again, this is Mr. Yashara Yahuda Brian. And we're going to do Psalms chapter 31. 1 through 24. Alright. It literally says. In thee. O Yahuwah. Do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. So. First thing first. Breakdown number one. In thee O Yahuwah. Do I put my trust. It didn't say in thee O Yahuwah. Let me go to man. And then I put my trust. I understand life is sometimes life can be or get to the point to where we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. We don't know how things are. And we just seek. Yeah, yeah. Could I ask that? Okay. I didn't want to no, you good? Um, we don't know where to go, right? But we always at all times. And this is something that I've learned at yeah. every at yeah, at every turn, Yahuwah has to come first. That means you have to trust him enough to say, I put you first. I trust you enough to make sure that everything I do, you come first, right? So, do I put my trust in thee, O Yahuwah, do I put my trust? Let me never be ashamed. When it say ashamed, that could mean anything, right? Ashamed could be a fight. Physically, spiritually, a shame could be you going to trial or court and you boasting and then um, you don't get that victory, right? That's that's you being put to shame. Shame could be you in a marriage and you're seeking help and you don't know where to go or how to get it and you don't put your trust in in Yahuwah the way. Well, Yahuwah literally allows that shame to come upon you, right? Deliver me in thy righteousness. You always got to ask for deliverance, period. No matter what you're doing. In everything you do, even when you're joyful, you still got to ask for deliverance. Verse 2, bow down down thy ear to me. Y'all didn't think that you can tell Yahuwah to, hey, listen. We know we got to hear you, but listen. Because right now what's going on, I need your ears to be wide open for me. Deliver me speedily. You hear that? He's not, he's, he's literally telling Yahuwah, hey, look. I don't need none of this tearing, delaying, anything. Deliver me right now. 
Be thou my strong rock for an house of defense to save me. Yahuwah can be exactly what you need him to be if you give him that chance. He don't he don't force it. He don't demand it. He commanded it and he gave you free will. And literally he said, look, choosing me is life. Not choosing me is death. Right? So if you need him to be your defense, you need him to save you. That means he needs to be first. Put your trust where it deserves to be put. Verse 3. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for, for thy namesake, lead me and guide me. For Yahuwah's namesake, everything shall be established. Right? You need a rock. You need a fortress. You got to understand, in my personal testimony, to call on the name of Yahuwah, to seek Yahuwah, even when you don't know his name, to literally say, I cannot be where I'm at. I need to seek out the true father. Yahuwah will be more than a, your fortress. He will be more than a rock. And so when you come into the truth, do not get it twisted. There are situations to where you you going through something and you trying to rush it. Don't 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 make it like you're not man, right? Yasharah, we're man. For everybody else, don't make it like you're not human, which means you have flaws. You will mess up. You go through things, right? But to make Yahuwah your rock, your fortress, literally is you saying when somebody pisses you off. When somebody makes you mad, when somebody comes in and they say, oh, such and such and such, and you ready to blow up, guess what? Step back. Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that he is all, right? Be still. Verse 4. Pull me out of thy... My bad. Let me go back to verse 3 because I didn't finish that. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me. For the name's sake of Yahuwah, Everything shall be established. If you call on Yahuwah's name in righteousness, if you call on his name from your being, your soul, with your heart, and you don't sit up and... I'm going to say it like this. There's a scripture where Yahuwah says, with your lips and with your mouth, you call on me, but with your heart, you stand afar off. What do you think he's saying? Call on him with your being, with your heart, with every bit of you, right? And for your namesake, Yahuwah, Save me, lead me, guide me. Verse 4, pull me out of the net that they have led privily for me. Trust me, they continue to lay traps and snares and everything else. You don't see it until it's too late. But literally, he says, pull me out of the net, which means he's already in the net. He already fell into the trap, right? But he said, Yahoo, pull me out of the net that they laid for me. For thou art my strength. Sorry, but without Yahoo, you're weak. And I know somebody gonna be like, hold on, but you say that we got the, you got the strength, but you don't have the strength. Literally, you're living in a spiritual world where spiritual traps are being laid. And if you're not spiritually inclined, then you will literally, you're going to fail. You're weak. So let the strength that comes from Yahuwah feel you spiritually. That way, when you call on him, when you're casting out demons and all this, you're not worried about none of that. Into thine hands I commit my ruach or my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Yahuwah, all of truth or all of a mark. Simply saying, Yahuwah, I belong to you. So I commit my spirit to you. You redeemed me. You are Yahuwah, my almighty of truth. 
You don't have to worry about Yahuwah lying to you. Don't get it twisted. And I, I've said this plenty of times. I'll be like, Yahuwah, and, and it, it's going to sound like something wicked to say, but actually, you got to know how to speak to Yahuwah. To, a righteous man does not sit back, or a righteous woman does not sit back and timidly ask questions. Yahuwah, for your word says this, and you said out your mouth when you sent it out, it does not come back void. So I know either these scriptures are a lie or something's not right. Ding, ding, ding. Something's not right. Yahuwah is truthful. If he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. It's just up to you to trust and believe. And the word for redeem, one of the words, you could say rescue, restore, save. That's Yasha. All right. Verse 6. I have hated them that regard lying vanities. Do you not know to hate people? That like this stuff like this. That's not wicked. That's not wicked at all. Because if you're of Yahuwah. You should hate everything else. Right. If it's not righteous. If it does not abide by his laws. Stat statutes and commandments. Why would you love something that he hates? If he hates them. Why would you love them? If he hates that. Why would you love it? Because if you love it. You'd make yourself an enemy of his. I don't even read the New Testament like that, which I've read the New Testament. I've read half of the New Testament. And James 4, 4, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with Yahuwah. Who chooses to be a friend of the world makes yourself an enemy of Yahuwah's. What do you think they're saying? I will be glad, verse 7, I will be glad and rejoice in the compassion, for thou hast considered my trouble. Hold on. So you mean to tell me, the one who created heaven and earth, right, everything, the grass, the grass, the dogs, and everything else, hold on, you considered my troubles? Do you know what that's saying to us? That's saying that in every manner, even though they make you seem like you ain't nothing, Yahuwah tells you, hey, you're special. I consider it, right? Thou hast known my soul an adversary. Yahuwah know my soul an adversary. Wow, so you mean to tell me right now I'm going through something and this mighty being who everybody makes it seem like he has all this other stuff going on, right? He's literally telling you, hey, right now, I know you feel like you're alone. I know it seems like there's nothing that can save you and help you. I know you feel like I'm just too busy. When I'm quiet, I'm not quiet because I'm forsaking you. I'm quiet because I'm working on something for you. And in your trouble, I'm going to bring you through. And when I bring you through, I want you to know your soul and everything else has been what? What's the word? What happens to gold and, and silver? And now gold and silver, in order for it to come out beautiful, it has to go through what? Fire, fire. right? Pressure, right? What happens to coal when you put coal under pressure and fire? It becomes a diamond, right? See, Yahuwah does not sit back and be quiet because he's just trying to destroy you. No, he's trying to help you because he knows he's preparing something better for you in the trials and tribulations that you're going through. No matter if it's your wet, your marriage, no matter if it's his life, your son, all this. You think that, oh man, he's, he's, he's punishing me. Nah, he's not punishing you. He's strengthening you. Verse, verse 8. And has not shut me up into the hand of the enemy. you still living, right? You're not in jail. Some of us, some of us don't get it twisted. Some of us have ailments, right? right. You got arthritis. You got this. You got that. But check this out. I'm going to give you some inspiration. When you speak things, right? right? 
If you constantly speaking negativity, you constantly saying I got this, I got this, what do you think you got? You got that, right? See, when you speak life, life says that when you speak life, it's literally saying, um, the doctor says I got this, but I spoke life and not having this, right? Speak it enough, it starts happening, right? I used to hear this one time, it said, if you pretend enough, your pretending turns into a reality, right? So if you speak it enough, you start to see the truth. It says that, and has not shut me into the hands of, of the enemy. The enemy is surrounding about you, right? They tell you at every moment that we got you. you you're trapped. We got you here. You're sick. You this. You got this. You got this, right? Yahoo said, uh-uh, hold on. I, I know that you, you right there in the hand, but I, let me show you. You're not shutting there. Which means you have the will to come out of there if you just believe. Thou hast set my feet in a large place. Which means you're not confined to where you are unless you choose to be confined. Right. Verse 9. Have compassion upon me, O Yahuwah, for I am in trouble. Listen to this. This, this right here got me. My eyes is consumed with grief. Yeah, my soul is in my belly. If you've never felt that, what that feels like, you can feel that in two ways. You're married and it's your, your marriage is under attack, right? Or you lose a member of your family, right? Whether it's your your, your child, your parent. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hold on. Whether it's whoever it is, right? When that grief comes up on you, I'm sorry, but your eyes, you can you can you can try to stop crying, it does not stop. Your, be your belly is always feeling like something's wrong. Your, your soul feel like it's just in anguish, right? But he say, have compassion upon me, O Yahuwah, for in I am in trouble. My eyes is consumed with grief. Yeah, in my, my soul is in my belly, right? Watch this. For my life spent with, for my, sorry about that. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. Wow, hold up, stop. Check this out. I want y'all to pay attention to what he just said. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength faileth. Why does his strength faileth? Because of the iniquity, right? Repentance, supplication. These are things that can help you. When you mess up, when you commit iniquity, abominations, and all this other stuff, you're supposed to repent. You have a time period to repent. And if you start trying to get on your repentance, no matter if it happened 10 years, 50 years, 20 years ago, right? Repent. Because iniquity is only for those who choose that. Don't, 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 don't be stuck in your iniquity. Verse 11. And what I mean, don't be stuck in your iniquity. That means just pray. Give supplication. Supplication just means you mean what you're saying. You're sorrowing. That's what repentance means. It's a it's a deep it's a deep feeling of something of sorrow. Verse 11. I was a reproach among all my enemies. Check this out. What does that mean? I was a reproach. That means I was a sin. I was an abomination upon all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. Your neighbor, who is your neighbor? They tell you that your neighbor is those in the world, right? Your physical neighbor, your next door neighbor, right? Your neighbor is your nation, your tribe. That's your nation. That's your neighbor, right? 
And in our nation, Yasharal, we're all become enemies of each other. That's sad, right? And a, and, and, and a fear to my acquaintance. They that did see me without fled from me. That's sad. That's so sad. Verse 12. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. That's sad. For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side while they took counsel together against me. They devised to take away my life. Check this out. Did you know that's, that don't necessarily mean physically to take away your life, right? And even physically, do you know to take away someone's life don't necessarily mean they die, right? It means you could take away their freedom. You could take away something that they truly care about. That's taking away life. Life, to be taken away life is many things. Now, they could also mean spiritually because if you give life to your spirit, which is in Yahuwah, right? Which I doubt anyone could give that up anyways. I hope no one wants to give that up. Verse 14. Here we go. Once again. But I trusted in thee, O Yahuwah. I said, thou art my Alua, or my almighty Yahuwah. 15. I gotta go back to 14. I'm sorry, but that right there is enough motivation and inspiration. That right there literally just woke me up. But I trusted in thee, O Yahuwah. Oh, but I trusted in thee. Did you hear that book? Verse 15. Because she's trying to get in the mix of it. Sorry, Anchor. Trying to help out real quick. All right, but check this out. Verse 15. Which I think today, y'all, I'm going to try to hit uh, at least two more of these because I just... I feel like it's it's overdue time. So, verse 15. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies. I'm sorry. But every time I read this, these 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 verses, I don't know about y'all, but I kind of feel like I could run outside and just jump around with joy. Because it seems like every time I read something, the problems in my own life, it seems like Yahuwah is constantly telling me, Brian, I got you. Check this out. I got you. Right? This is inspiration to anyone that listens to this, especially Yasharal, especially Yahuda. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that prosecute me. Prosecution can come in many forms, many fashions. You're married. You're going through something. You have a family. Uh, the, the, the justice system. Prosecution comes. But take joy in it because when it comes, that's literally the demons letting you know, hey, you're done, you done got too strong. We need to do something to knock you, right? But Yahuwah says, why worry about them? When they come at you, when they prosecute you, guess what? I got you. Right? Mm -hmm. Yahuwah has us. Verse 16. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant. <sighs> Make thy face to shine upon thy servant. I am a servant of Yahuwah. When people see me, they don't know about problems because I'm always smiling. I should never make anyone see anything else. And if I do, 
is because it's really that bad. And still, Yahuwah always lets me know. Brian, I know you feeling this way. But remember who I am. Save me for thy compassion's sake. Yeah, for his compassion's sake. Tell Yahuwah, save you. Save me. Yasha me. Deliver me. Right? And don't sit up there and talk about, oh, Father, save me. Yahuwah don't deal with timid people. He don't want your timid ass. Get away from him. Get away from me. Be bold. Save me. You sitting there? You on that beautiful throne? You beautiful being? Come down. Incline your ear unto me because I'm calling on you. Save me right now. And do not tarry. Do not delay. Come to me right now. That's what Yahuwah wants you. He wants you to be bold because when you bold, that means you have confidence, right? The first commandment is to know that he exists. When you're bold and you have confidence, that means you know that he exists. Come on now. Verse 17, let me not be ashamed. Where you get that word go again? Let me not be ashamed. O Yahuwah, for I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed, and let them that's, that let them be silenced in the in the grave. Check this out. You're going through a problem. You're going through a situation. And the situation got you boggled. Got you ready to just go off, right? And the enemies got you, and they thinking to themselves, remember the Red Sea. Remember the Philistines when David got ready to fight. Remember when Yasharal was, when, when, when they was being, when Yahudah was being encamped by the, the tribes, that the nations that Yahuwah told them not to touch, right? Remember these nations and these people, they all said in their mind, we got them now. We got them now. And Yahuwah told them at every turn, just believe in me, trust Hold on, I got you, right? What did it say? For I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed in every case that something happened, right? Mm -hmm. Those was physical accounts. You're living in a world to where it's physical and spiritual, but it's more spiritual because of the simple fact of they tell you that it's physical, right? You don't understand that it's spiritual. So Yahuwah is literally telling you, stop praying for these wicked people. But then the enemy tells you, you're supposed to pray for those who go against you, right? Okay. Yahuwah didn't tell you that. Yahuwah says literally, what, what David say? Let the wicked be ashamed and let them be silent in the, in the grave. He's literally telling you how to pray. He's literally telling you when they come against you, why are you praying for them? Why are you praying for them to do good so that they can subdue you, so that they can bring shame upon you? No, nah, nope. I'm going to pray that shame comes upon all the wicked, and especially my enemies. Let them be silent. My bad, my bad. Let, the, let them be ashamed, and let them that are in the grave be silent. Because no one from the past should have influence on anything that's going on now. Period. Sorry. It's out the door. Verse 18. Let me. Verse 17. Real quick for you. You got a situation, and she got it to where she's trying to make you be ashamed of what's going on, and she got it in his head to where you owe her something. Mm -hmm. Yahuwah says, why are you praying for that? Why are you constantly worried about that? Your son is making himself an enemy of yours. Mm -hmm. Let him be the enemy. It hurts. It's supposed to. Because right now, the only one that you should be choosing first 
Zahua. My marriage, I'm going through it. That's fine. It's okay. Because the one that I love, she is under attack. She don't see it. But it's not meant because guess what? Yahuwah allowed me to be in a place to where when those who are up under me, I can help them, talk to them, speak to them, right? Because one day you go be in this position and you go be able to help somebody else out. My marriage going through it right now. Yahuwah literally let me know the other day. It's okay because once you get through this, somebody going to be going through the same situation but worse. You're going to be able to speak to them. One day some 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 lady going to come to you and she going to be like, I don't know what to do. My son is this and he got this. And you going to be like, girl, I went through the same problem. And I'm going to tell you how I got through it. Trust me. 2018, I, I took my trust away from the world and away from man and away from G.O.D. and everything. And when I gave my trust to Yahuwah, when I told Yahuwah, I, I deny myself before the world. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Believe in him. He's miraculous. Let his work show. People say, Brian, man, you so joyful, you so joyful. Only time I get more joyful is when I can speak about Yahuwah. Yeah. Verse 18. Let lying lips be put to silence, which speak grievous things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Do you hear that? Mm -hmm. To the righteous, I mean to the wicked, righteous people are abominations. They constantly lie on you. They constantly talk trash about you. They constantly they do anything they can to make sure that you can be put down, prosecuted, ashamed. You can be subdued. You can be this. You can be that. And at every turn, Yahuwah said, tell them to shut up. Right? Verse 19. Oh, how great is thy righteousness, which thou hast laid up for them. That fear thee. What? Wait. What? Check this out. Once again, how great is thy righteousness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee? Somebody said one time, the greater the the the, the most the the thing I feared the most came to pass. When I heard that, I had I I the I got to thinking like, man, I hope that don't happen. Either. What do I fear the most? What do I fear the most? And I honestly, at one point in time, I thought I feared the most losing my marriage, right? Losing my wife. And it's like Yahuwah said, Brian, if that's what you fear the most, guess what? It's going to happen. Where do your fear belong? Who do you fear the most, right? You're supposed to fear Yahuwah. Why fear the creation when you can fear the creator? Divorce is a creation. Marriage is a creation. Your wife is a creation. Your husband is a creation. These are all creations. Yahuwah says that he laid up righteousness for those that fear him. Which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Man, we got to trust in Yahuwah, y'all. Even when you feel like like it's it, it, like man, 
I don't feel like you listening. I don't feel like you're hearing me. And and this is going on. This is going on. Yahuwah just said, trust and believe in me. Verse 20. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Because if man had their way, if they had the chance, trust me. Righteous people, we wouldn't have, we, we'd have been executed. We'd have been done with. But because Yahuwah says, man has no power. Satan has no power. Yahuwah has all the power in the world. Whatever he says, it comes it, it comes to pass. Right? And I'm going to show y'all something in a minute. Um, Thou shalt keep them secretly in the pavilion from the strife of tongues. There's a scripture that, that that he said, hide me in the hide me in the presence of my enemies. I'm sorry. Verse 21. Brook be Yahuwah, for he has showed me his marvelous kindness in the strong city. For I said in my haste. I am cut off from before thine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest the voice of my supplication when I cried unto thee. O love, O love, Yahuwah, all ye, his elect, for Yahuwah preserveth the faithful and plentiful, rewardeth the proud doer. Be of righteous courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in Yahuwah. Man, that right there should be enough inspiration. If anyone, if anyone on this podcast has questions, has anything they want to ask, they they want prayer, they want to talk, they got anything they got on their mind, contact me on here. If you can't contact me on here, don't know how to. You got an Instagram page. Instagram, you contact me on Instagram at yasharal dot or period yahuda eight seven seven yasharal y a s h a r a L period Yahuda Y-H Y-A-H U-D-A-H 877 If you can't get on there You don't got an Instagram You can email me At um, N-C-S-E-N Period Network 877 At gmail.com If you don't have that um, <laughs> I I I, I uh, Nah I can't do that um, just just contact me on here and we go from there. Yeah. So I hope all y'all have a beautiful shalom of a day. So, shalom. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing, Anchor? Once again, this is Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Brian. This is the second um, segment and we got one more to go. Who knows? Y'all might get more. Um, this is going to be Psalms 32 as well as Psalms 118. And what we're going to do, we're going to make sure that we really understand what's being said. Verse 1 says, Baruch is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. So, Baruch is he whose transgression is forgiven. What is, what, is, what, what is that saying? Right? You look around and you, you think to yourself, so does that mean that everyone's sin is forgiven? No. See, because 
you can speak with your mouth and you can say that you sorry all day but to understand what you're repenting for right is much more greater than you just saying you sorry so when someone goes and they repent and they give supplication about something they've done that person is is seeking to not do that again right so baruch is he who is who whose transgression is forgiven because what yahuwah say as far as the east is from the west so shall you so shall let me go to that real quick sorry about that give me one second y'all know how we do it Now, Psalms 103, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Right? As far as the east is from the west, whose sins is covered. Verse 2, Baruch is the man unto whom Yahuwah imputeth not, imputeth not iniquity. My, I said imputeth, my bad, y'all. Imputeth not iniquity. And in whose ruach or spirit there is no gall. Verse 3. And if y'all want to, y'all know how I do it. It's only two minutes right now. We got plenty of time. Let's go look up this word in. Oh, oh, no, hold on. Real quick. I'm going to use your phone real quick. Give me a second, y'all. Because I want, I want y'all to understand what that word inputteth means. A bunch of people might say, oh, I, I, I get it. You ain't got to. It don't matter if you get it and everybody else does not. All right. Check this out. Transistive, transitive verb to lay the responsibility or blame for something often falsely or unjustly. No. Nope. Alright, so check this out. We're gonna put this in this way. Baruch is the man unto whom Yahuwah imputeth not iniquity. So simply saying that Yahuwah inputeth, he 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 Lay not blame, because that's what it is, to lay responsibility or blame. So, to whom Yahuwah imputeth not, to who he blameth not iniquity. <coughs> so, if you really put it into perspective, do you really want your iniquities to be something that Yahuwah says, hey, look. Because you did this, I'm going to punish you, right? Let's jump to verse 3. Verse 3. When I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my rowing all the day long. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. 
Remember, confession is the only thing that's going to help you. Open your mouth and actually speak. For day and night, thy hand was heavy upon me. Whose hand? Thy hand. Remember, Yahuwah got that mighty right hand. And you better hope that he's using it for the righteousness and not the other part. My moisture is turned into the drought of the summer. Shalah, that means pause. Verse 5, I acknowledge my sin unto thee and mine iniquity. Remember what we said, what he said at the beginning? He said, where, let me go back. Not at the beginning, y'all, I'm sorry. He said, when I kept silence, my bones waxed old through, the through my roaring and all the day long. Now, verse 5, he goes in and lets you know, I acknowledge my sin unto thee. That means he's confessed his sins, right? And mine iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess, there you go, my transgression unto Yahuwah, and, though, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Pause. Verse For this shall everyone that is righteous pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be. My bad, let me reread that. For this shall everyone that is righteous pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Simply saying, y'all don't get it. See, I got a song that says, seek him while he can be found. Because after that, you're lost. What do I mean? What does it mean? Because there's going to be a time, which we've already went through some of it. There's going to come a time to where, actually, we went, we're going through it right now. Y'all don't get it. You hear a bunch of people, you hear these false pastors talking about G.O.D. spoke to them, right? See, Yahuwah is not, he's not the same as Satan. You got to speak right now. You got to pray right now because there's going to be a time to where he's not going to, you're not going to find him. Surely in the floods of the great waters, they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with with song and deliverance and deliverance. Shalai. So who is a hiding place? You can be right there by your enemy. They could be face to face with you. But because Yahuwah is who he is, you're literally, he's literally your hiding place. Your enemy will be your enemy will be right there in your face and never know who you are. Trump says something. And the sad part about what he said was black people still didn't understand this. Trump said we are at war with a hidden enemy. We will win. Everybody thought Trump was talking about Corona. Trump was talking about you Negroes. You're hidden. A lot of y'all don't get that. Y'all say, well, how can you be hidden and we in plain sight? Duh. It's called hiding in plain sight. When somebody tell you to go find something that they hid from you, 9 out of 10, they're not going to go literally hide it. They put it right there so when you walk in somewhere, it's right there in your face and you just keep looking. Like, I ain't find it. How you not find it? They come in and they show you to your face. It's right there. You look at it and say, wow, I looked at that so many times and kept going. Right? Yahuwah is your hiding place. Do not hide from him. Let him help you hide from everyone else. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. 
why are you so worried about the trouble when Yahuwah is the one that preserved? What, is, what, is, what does it mean to preserve something? Right? It means to keep it from, from actually corruption, pollution. Um, when, you preserve, when you preserve food, you put it up in the freezer or in the icebox so that it does not go stale. So that it does not get spoiled. So it's not corrupted. It's not polluted. It's not, it's, it's not filled with germs and stuff. Right? Well, same thing. When he preserves you from something, that means he's keeping you from being corrupted. Thou shalt compass me about with song and deliverance. Why does he continuously tell you to sing praise? Remember when they was marching around y'all called Jericho, what do y'all who would tell them to do? Sing. Mm -hmm. Praise, right? right? When the Marites, the Moabites, and Mount Seir was coming to destroy Yahudah, Yahudah, Yahuwah told them to be still. And then when you get ready to go down to battle them, he said to sing praise. So by the time they get down here, they thought they were finna go to war. They got down there, they singing, they praise, praising Yahuwah, right? When they get down here, Yahuwah already took care of business. Mm -hmm. Verse 8, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. So, what does he mean to instruct and teach in the way which thou shalt go? If y'all don't know about that, um, go down on my my podcast. I have one that speaks about the way. Yes, I still got to do four, uh, the way part four, because I lost my paper, so I had to go back. I got to go back and redo that. But you got to understand the ways of Yahuwah are not the ways of man. See, a man can teach and tell you anything and have you going directly the wrong way. Hint, hint, that's how it's been. Mm -hmm. Right? But you got to understand, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, the only one that can lead you, guide you, teach you is Yahuwah. Yes, Yahuwah can send someone to lead and guide and everything else, but remember this, at the end of the day, that's because if, if he has to do that, that's because you're not listening. So open them big ears and listen. If he's showing you something and you're not paying attention, he'll send somebody else because you're not looking. for You're not seeing what he's trying to show you. Verse 9. Be ye not as the horse or as the mule. Wow. Which have no understanding whose mouth must be held in, in my bad, in with bit and bridle least they come near unto thee so you mean to tell me the horses and mules have no understanding right you hear women and women calling themselves quarter horses she was like a stallion men talking about they 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 bucks and this other stuff and it's it's funny because you mean to tell me y'all telling y'all telling everybody y'all have no understanding Without understanding, you have no discernment. Without understanding, you have no knowledge. These are the things that literally make, these are the things that make up life. Verse 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusted in Yahuwah, compassion shall compass him about. Y'all heard that? And the funny thing about this is, check this out. It's a lot of wicked people say, well, G-O-D, bless me all the time. I get what I want and such and such and such. Check this out. 
do y'all honestly believe that the sorrow and the pain and everything that he's talking about is in this world and in this life see because what he has planned for y'all is on a whole nother level that's why he tells the, those of, of righteousness prosecution will come tribulation will come but take cheer in it <laughs> funny verse 11 be glad in Yahuwah and rejoice. What's the word? Rejoice. Rejoice. Ye righteous and shout about for joy. All ye that are upright in heart. Wow. Rejoice. Ye righteous. Shout for joy. Shout for joy. All ye that are upright in heart. Did he say sit there and be quiet and, and say, oh man, I'm joyful? Or did he say shout for joy? He said rejoice. I, I I know my son come around the house and even Easton started doing this. Easton started. I, I heard the other day she, she ran. She said, oh, Yahoo, Yahoo, Yahoo. But she don't say, she can't say the why. Yes, she said, she said, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. And she was like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. And Eden walk around the house. He'd be like, oh, Yahoo, I praise you. I praise you. And I'd be like, yeah, that's what I like to hear. Because at the end of the day, like I tell my son, praising Yahuwah is literally the best thing it is, period. Right? Praise Yada Yahuwah. I praise the O Yahuwah. Psalms 118. longer across okay all right check this out how many verses is it 29 oh. <laughs> psalms 118 oh give thanks unto yahuwah so to die unto yahuwah give thanks unto yahuwah why are we giving thanks to yahuwah for he is tube or righteous because his compassion endureth forever wait so you mean to tell me so we giving thanks because he is, as we say, good, right? Or righteous. Because his compassion endures forever. Did it say it only endures for the old ways? Or did it say forever? Forever. Yahuwah says that he didn't change. He never changed. He won't change, right? right. So everything he does is forever. Mm -hmm. That's hint, hint. Don't that sound like the law, such and the commandments? I'm just saying. So don't get mad at me. Verse 2. Let Yasharal now say that his compassion endures forever. Yasharal, his compassion endureth forever. Verse thirteen, I said thirteen. Verse three. Let the house of Arun now say that his compassion endureth forever. Those of you who that listen to this and you know who you are, the true house of Arun. Yahuwah compassion endureth forever. Verse four. Let them now that fear Yahuwah say. That his compassion endureth forever. Those who fear Yahuwah, speak it with me. Yahuwah's compassion endureth forever. Verse 5, I call upon Yahuwah. You see that? That, that, where is that? that wicked name? What I just showed you all ago. So we say Yahuwah. You get one thing, we give fullness to the name of Yahuwah. I call Yahuwah upon. Is y -A -A. That's a moon deity. 
It's not Yahuwah. Okay. I called upon Yahuwah in distress. Yahuwah answered me and set me in a large place. Man, when I read this the other day, I was going Powering through off. I was going through something, y'all. And when Yahuwah sent me to this, it was crazy because I didn't already read the full book of Psalms. And it was like I, I needed something quick, but not quick. I needed something I could read. And it hit me to the point to where I could sit down and say, okay, I got you. I read this. I called upon Yahuwah in distress. Yahuwah answered me. It didn't say he will or he has. or It said he answered me, which means he's done it. Right? It set me in a large place. If Yahuwah sets you in that large place and you're not paying attention, you might want to open them eyes. Which means those of you who call on the name of Yahuwah in your distress, remember this. Yahuwah always comes through. It might not be how you want it. It might not be how you think it should be. But he comes through. You just got to watch. Verse 6. Yahuwah is on whose side? He's on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? What can man do unto us? Nothing. It's the same thing with, with, with these demonic spirits. They can't do nothing to us but what we allow. Right? Man can't do nothing to you. Because in reality, if you want to be honest, just like Pharaoh. Pharaoh was a wicked man. Right? Pharaoh had Yasharal doing so much. He was putting the babies into the bricks and stuff. That Them pyramids and stuff got Yasharal children all through them. Right? And... When Moshe came to the Pharaoh and was telling him to let his people go, Pharaoh looked and said, who is this This fool going to tell me to let his people, who are his people? Then, who is Yahoo people? These are my people. Check this out. Let me show you how. Let me show you how gracious and compassion. Let me show you how powerful Yahoo is. See, man says that Yahuwah cannot act on certain things right like love and somebody's emotions and all this check this out yahuwah touched the pharaoh's heart and made him let the people go right so yahuwah is on my side whose side was he on then he was on yasharal's side right they didn't fear what can man do unto me not a thing man can't do nothing to me but what i let him well, I fear something that can only kill the body and not the soul. Psalms, I said Psalms. Verse 7, Yahuwah taketh part, my part with them. Yeah, taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. Do you hear that? Those that help me, Yahuwah taketh my part with them. Which means those who hate me. I'm going to see exactly what I want to see upon them. Check this out. Watch this. If you're paying attention, he said, therefore, I shall see my desire upon them that hate me. Did it say, therefore, I shall pray for them that hate me? Did it say, I shall hope that them that hate me shall be okay? Did it say, um, therefore, I shall hope to something that they might he said no i shall see my desire upon them do you know what a desire is it's a deep 
it's a deep emotion, right, for something to happen. So if he say, I shall see my desire. So if he's saying, my desire is to destroy them, them that hate me, Yahuwah is going to take part. He's going to He's gonna give that desire to them, right? Desire is what? Desire is a deep, it's, a, it's like a, a deep emotion or a deep, hold on, let me watch this, let me. Let me just do this. That's all right. Oh, nah, because I, I, I mean, it's better to have to do the definition part anyways. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Desire. Check this out, y'all. A desire, a strong feeling. What is a feeling? It's an emotion of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Right? Mm -hmm. Which means, what did he say? Go back. He said, I shall see my desire upon them that hate me. Right? A strong a feeling of something. A strong feeling or of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Which means his desires went through. You want them dead? Guess what? They're dead. You want them destroyed? They're destroyed. Utterly consumed. Verse 8. It is better to trust in who? Yahuwah. Than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in Yahuwah than to put confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of Yahuwah will I destroy them. Verse 11. They can pass me about. Yeah, they can pass me about, but in the name of Yahuwah, I will destroy them. That's funny because, see, this is not just a physical thing, y'all. Even spiritually, these wicked demons can pass us about, and they continue to come pass us. But in the name of Yahuwah, we will destroy them. All y'all that are going through something right now, say this in the name of Yahuwah. In the name of Yahuwah, through the name of Yahusha. These spiritual wicked demons that are compassing me, whether it's just you, your wife, your husband, whether it's your children, whatever it is. You got to call this out. In the name of Yahusha, I destroy these wicked demons demonic spiritual attacks leeching anything that is in my home anything that is around me my wife my children my husband my 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 boyfriend my girlfriend my son my children if it's not meant for 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 your children to be around you I'm sorry don't 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 destroy them but at least you know that deity that demon that spirit needs to be destroyed Yahuwah says he give us the power to do this so do this in the name of Yahuwah, right? Don't sit back and be scared thinking that, oh man, I can't say this, man. Nope, Yahuwah gave you power. Verse 12. Verse 12. They can pass me about like bees. That means they were surrounded, they was hovering, they was constantly around you, right? What you do, What a, what? a when you get around a bee and you got some sweet, what does that bee do? He constantly... Yeah, he, he does. He tries to take it. He's constantly around you, right? Hovering around your head, zipping past you, this and that, right? That's what the enemy does, right? 
They are quenched as the fire of thorns. For in the name of Yahuwah, I will destroy them. Call on his name. And don't sit up there. Well, in the name of Yahuwah, I just, no. Nah, Yahuwah don't like that timid stuff. Call on Yahuwah. I call on you right now in the name of Yahusha. I'm destroying all this wickedness. Spiritual attacks. Satan has no power. Oh, but, you know, I said this before. And Satan, man, Satan has no power. Satan attacks you because he knows some go give in. But when you stand strong, put your feet on the, that, 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 that strong foundation, right? Don't, don't sit your feet in no mud, no, no, no uh, soft concrete, no gravel and stuff. Put it on some, some equal hard ground and call on the name of Yahuwah. Satan, I destroy all forms of attack that you have sent my way. Yahuwah has not sent me into a trial nor a temptation. You might have inquired about me, but say not call on the name of Yahuwah to destroy that inquisition. Verse 13, thou hast thrust sore. My bad. Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall. But Yahuwah help me. We can fall physically. We can fall spiritually, emotionally, and everything else, y'all. But in the name of Yahuwah, guess what? He helped me. He helped you. He helps us. Yahoo is my strength and song, and it's because of my and become my salvation. Did y'all hear that? Check this out. What do everybody say that they looking for? They say, "Oh man, I'm trying to gain salvation and go to heaven." Right? Mm -hmm. They don't know who salvation is. What it say? Yahuwah has become my, my, my strength, my song, and become my salvation. Why seek heaven when you can get the source? Yahuwah is the salvation. It just said it. I'm not saying don't seek heaven, y'all. Don't take that the wrong way. I'm saying you want salvation, you seeking it. There you go. You just got the key. You just got the answer you've been asking for. Verse 15. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of Yahuwah doeth valiantly. Did y'all hear that? We always have to make sure. When we sing, when we, when we down, right? You going through something. In the name of Yahuwah. I can't sing. I still praise. I praise you, Yahuwah. I praise the name of Yahuwah. Right? Praising. Giving him his. And I let his right hand come down. And I mean that mighty right righteous hand. Not the one that comes to destroy me or mine. But the one that comes to deliver me and mine. Right? right. Yahuwah, those that are my enemies. Even the spiritual ones. I ask that you take that mighty right hand of yours and smite them, smite them, destroy them, right? Do away with them, cast them away. Verse 16, the right hand of Yahuwah is exalted. The, the right hand of Yahuwah doeth violently. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of Yahuwah. Did y'all hear that? He spoke life into living. I shall not die. Why would you die when you can speak life and live? 
right? People say, oh, man, I done got old. You're right. You said you know you old. Man, I feel like this happened. Yeah, okay, okay. Listen, I have days when my heart start hurting. I have days when my back start hurting. I got days when it's, it's certain things that hurt me, right? I don't give life to it because I know if I give life to it, I know that's what's going to happen. Somebody asked me, my wife asked me one day, she said, Brian, your back still hurting? I said, no, nah, it don't hurt no more. She said, what happened? I said, I took it away. She said, wait, what? I said, I took it away. In the name of Yahuwah, that pain is gone. Pain is gone. Right? That's how life is. I shall not die. I'm speaking life into this. But live. I spoke life into me living. Living does not necessarily mean just the physical and going into the grave, right? Physically, I speak life into my spirit, my Ruach. I tell Yahuwah to fill me with life. And that way, when I speak his words, I'm filled with life, filled with joy. When I'm doing anything, I'm not worried about, oh, man, I'm about to die. I'm a man. First and foremost, Yahuwah told me to speak life. So I'm going to speak life. He told me to choose life. I'm going to choose life. Why would I choose death? Spiritually dead is literally, you might as well say you dead. To spiritually be living, it don't matter if you're on your deathbed. Because to spiritually live, Yahuwah can get your butt up out that bed. A spiritually dead person, literally, I'm sorry, but you're dead. Verse 18, Yahuwah has chastened me sore. The word chastened means corrected. But he has not given me over unto death. Which means those who he love, he will correct. If Yahuwah don't love you, you've never been corrected. If you've never been through anything, guess what? I'm sorry. You might want to rethink your life. Verse 19. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go into them and I will praise Yahuwah. This gate of Yahuwah. My bad. This gate of Yahuwah into which the righteous shall enter. Do y'all hear that? I want to show y'all something. Yes. We want to get to where Yahuwah is, right? Mm -hmm. But at every turn in the Old Testament, who is the salvation? Who is the gates? Who is the goal in life? Is it heaven, which is the creation, or is it Yahuwah, which is the creator? Right? Why would you choose the creation over the creator? Who is Baruch forever? And I'm not saying anything wrong with heaven because it's not. It's Yahuwah's creation. Everything that he created is great. Great, right? Mm -hmm. Verse 21. Yeah, verse 21. I will praise thee. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? I will praise thee, for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused is become the head the headstone of corner. Alright. Verse 23. This is Yahuwah's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which Yahuwah has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now. I beseech thee. O Yahuwah. O Yahuwah. I beseech thee. Sin now prosperity. Do y'all hear that? 
Sin now. I beg thee, Yahuwah. Oh, Yahuwah. Oh, Yahuwah. I beg thee. Sin prosperity. Sin now prosperity. I claim that. Verse 26. Baruch be he that cometh in the name of Yahuwah. We have baruch you out of the house of Yahuwah. All is Yahuwah. Which has showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords. Even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art all. And I will praise thee. Thou art my Alua. I will exalt thee. Oh give thanks unto Yahuwah. For he is tool. For his compassion endureth forever. Alright y'all. So that was Psalms. The reading of Psalms uh, 32. And Psalms 118. I'm going to say a quick prayer. Then we're going to let y'all go. Ab Yahuwah. Oh Ab Yahuwah. Father, in the name of Yahushua, we just come to you, giving thanks unto you, saying that, Yahuwah, you are forever. You endureth forever, Yahuwah. We know that no matter what we do, Yahuwah, we need you first. We have to call on you first. We, we want to call on you, Yahuwah. We have to make you our salvation. We have to make sure, Yahuwah, you know that no matter what we do, we rejoice in you. We praise in you, Yahuwah. Anyone that is going through it, I ask that you touch them. Anyone that has problems, whether it's marital problems, whether it's family problems, Yahuwah, we just ask that you heal it. Their their marriage, Yahuwah. We ask that uh, if the husband is trying to divorce, the wife's trying to divorce, anyone's trying to leave, Yahuwah, we, let, we ask that you place in their heart that you hate this, Yahuwah. Don't let the, the evil, wicked spirits... Um, come in and, and, and take away and, and divide and destroy something that you have chosen and that you put in effect, Yahuwah. Um, families, husbands, sons, daughters, Yahuwah. We ask that any wicked spirits that come in leeching on anybody trying to leech, Yahuwah. In the mighty name of Yahushua, we give it to you. And we know that you go fight these battles. We make you our salvation, Yahuwah. We make you our hiding place, Yahuwah. We ask that you touch our right, touch us with that right hand of yours, Yahuwah, and that you bring nothing but shalom, prosperity, and 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 a baraka for forever, cause you endure it forever. In the name of Yahusha, let it be. So be it. Affirmative. Mm -hmm. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing? Anchor once again. This is Mr. Yashara, Yahoo the Brian. I know it's been a minute, but we're gonna get back on it. Okay. Today we're doing a reading from. Um, Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha or the book of Sarah, chapter 20, as well as the book of Isaiah. We're going to read, I do believe it's 52 or 51. Um, let me make sure real quick before I say anything else. Yeah. Okay, so it is 51, Isaiah chapter 51. Um, more so, I, I really want y'all to pay attention to what's being said in these chapters and what's being, what's being brought forth, okay? Um, ladies especially. All right, let's get to this. All right, this is Ecclesi the book of Ecclesiasticus, or the or some apocryphal got the book of Sarah. There's a reproof that is not calmly. Again, some man holdeth his tongue, and he is discerned. It is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly. And he that confess his fault shall be preserved from hurt. It's funny how 
it is better to be better to reprove basically to correct um or to to basically put it out there right put the law out there versus you sitting back being angry about situations to where um man they should know better they should this they should that well if you say something they could change don't get it twisted a lot of people will not hear what you say because they, they say that it's false doctrine or it's manipulation or it's this or it's that. Well, you don't have to worry about them because Proverbs 28 verse 9 does say that he that turneth his ear away from hearing the law, the Torah, the truth, he even his prayer shall be an abomination. So those people who reprove those who coming out the scriptures, don't worry about them because even their prayers. So the prayers that they're getting heard, right? Do you really believe that Yahoo is the one that's answering them? Trust me, even John 15 19, if you was of the world, then the world would love his own. Who do you think is, is, is helping these people? Yahuwah will not listen. He will not help those who turn their ear away from hearing the law. Whether it's your spouse, your mama, your daddy, your child, I'm sorry. It all has to be done correctly in this law, in this walk. There's no, I'm going to do it my way, and my way is this. You've done this to me, or uh, uh, they said this about you, or this or that. None of that matters. When it comes to the law, statutes, and commandments, either you can move on with them or you can get left. Then it says, and that and he that confesses his fault, simply saying a man or a woman that is humble enough to, to, to confess what they've done. It don't have to be to man. Confess it to Yahuwah because at the end of the day, Yahuwah is really the only one that really matters. Man can sit up and say whatever they want to say, condemn you and everything else. But what does the scripture say, Isaiah 54, 17? No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rides against me in judgment shall be condemned. Yahuwah shall condemn them that judge you. So let the past, they want to they want to harp on the past, they want to talk about, they want to talk about what you did yesterday, they want to talk about, oh, your mama this, your daddy this, they want to, they want to harp on something that, that literally has nothing to do with you anymore, because when you came into the truth, you should have been, you should have become a new creature. So those of you who come into the truth, if you're still holding and doing the things of the world, and you think that Yahuwah is helping you, I think not. You might want to get back into your scriptures and learn. Verse 3, how good or righteous is it? When thou art reproved, corrected, right? How good is it to show repentance? For so shalt thou escape without with willful sin. Let me read that. For so shalt thou or you escape willful sin. Simply saying, it is a righteous thing to be reproved. Don't sit up there and think that you are too smart or this and that. Every, every day something happens, right? My testimony is the other day. I felt I was in the right, right? But sometimes, man, what happens? Uh, my brother, um, Yom Yahuwah, Chris, said something the other day, and it was so, it was so, it hit the nail on the head. Everything you do and say, you're you're spiritually being possessed, and what that means, possession does not always mean demonic possession. Spiritual, you could be righteously possessed by a righteous spirit, right? That's shalom, joy, stuff like that, right? And other times you could be you could be that that host of that that demonic wicked spirit could be saying stuff through you and you you don't even know you saying it. You think you saying something else or you trying to do something else and that spirit is out of you and that spirit making you do stuff that you don't know about. But because you so unwilling to do the right thing, that spirit has full control and full authority over you. Why give something so wicked authority? Right? That's all I'm saying. Be reproved so that you can escape willful sin.
verse 4 as is the lust of an a, a eunuch to the flower a virgin man you got people out here let me tell you something you got people out here females males and they literally are they are casting chants and spells over people daily it could be your husband it could be your wife it could be your children and you wondering what's going on well guess what a eunuch when your when your spouse is not paying attention or you're not praying for them or you lack of praying guess what that eunuch they understand these things you only see a flesh but not understanding that there's a spiritual thing a spiritual agenda behind that right so they go in and deflower or defile the virgin right did you know a virgin a wife, right? She can have a child, and by her husband, she's still considered virtuous because she was not defiled by any other man. And even in today, don't get it twisted. Yes, our women have we we've been misled and have our women they go out and do all this. But once that woman get married, her virtue is sealed until she goes out and get defiled. Well, she's no longer a virgin. That virtue that she had is gone. Y'all better go learn that. So women, be not defiled, especially not with another damn woman. Excuse my cussing, that just got to me. Um, be not defiled with another man. Be not defiled in your own pride, your own lust. Be not defiled in your own understanding. Because a unit can come in any form, fashion, or shape. It could be your mama, your daddy. It could be your best friend. It could be a friend you just met. It can be anything. But if you don't have the strength to reprove it, not to reprove it, but to rebuke it and call on the name of Yahuwah, well, guess what? That, 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 that enchanting spirit is all over you. Somebody can say something truthful to you and you literally fight every word they say. How do I know you ain't this? How do I know? Or, or as mine say, it's written by man. Well, it is. But at the end of the day, you got to stand up and, st and, and take a standard, right? Yahuwah comes first. No matter how much we get mad, no matter how much our feelings hurt, we got to put Yahuwah first. Be not defiled. Please, don't let these eunuchs come in and, and take your virtue away, ladies. Don't don't make it sound... I'm going to put it like this. Don't make me put it like I'm trying to go against y'all because I'm not. When it comes to my women of Yasharal, of my nation, all I can do is pray that y'all get it together. Because it's a lot of women that's coming to the truth. And as soon as they come into the truth, they think that they know everything and they're getting stuff backwards. They came in with a righteous heart and once they got in, things started going the other way because they started getting attacked. Not understanding that once you came into the truth, things did not get easy. It actually got harder. It was supposed to. You have to be tried. You have to be tested. You have to go through these fires. That's what makes a righteous person. A righteous person stands up and say, I know this is what's, what's going on, and I will not let, allow that to keep going on. A righteous person steps back and say, okay, if the rest of the world is trying to be friends with me, I need to step back away from them. That's what a righteous person, a righteous person separates themselves from the world. What does, what does um, Yahushua say about family? Family, literally, y'all think family is flesh and blood or those who basically, oh, I grew up with them. That's like my sister. That's like my brother. Nah. See, because even Yahusha says, those who keep the will of my father, that is my brother, that is my sister, and that is my mother. All right. 
So he, so is he that executeth judgment with violence. So basically, let me read that over. As is the lust of a eunuch to deflower a virgin, so is he that execute judgment with violence. Simply saying, it's all wicked. It's actually abomination. That's why we got kicked out of the land of Jerusalem because we was executing wicked judgment. We had eunuchs executing which uh, wicked, lustful uh, enchantments over these women. Verse 5, there is one that keepeth silence and is found discerned, and another by much babbling become hateful. Y'all hear that? A lot of time being silent is not a bad thing. I know a lot of people say, oh man, he quiet, he don't talk a lot. Because a silent person is not somebody. Just because I'm silent, yes, it could mean I don't like you. It could mean I have something on my heart. But at the same time, speaking too much can put you out into the world, if you get what I'm saying. So what they say, there is one that keepeth silence and is found discerned or as y'all say wise and another by much babbling becomes hateful. Babbling, Babylon. No, I'm saying verse six. Some man holdeth his tongue because he hath not to answer and some keepeth silence knowing his time. Simply saying. Just because somebody keeps their tongue does not mean it. It just simply means they have no answer. They have nothing to say, right? And some keep a silence knowing his time. Sometimes somebody keeps silent because they know something's about to happen, right? But, you know, we live in a world to where a spiritual person can say something spiritual and everybody look at that like, oh, this nigga tripping or this fool tripping, right? Sorry about that word. Um, verse 7. A discerned man will hold his tongue till he see opportunity. Simply saying, a discerned man will hush. He's listening, right? Don't get it twisted. It's something I have to learn. You got to be quiet, right? And this is this is everybody. I don't care how old you get. I don't care how discerned you done became. At some point at some time, you're going to have to learn that somebody going to get to talking. And it's going to eat you alive. And you going to want to say something so bad. But guess what? Sometimes you have to wait, right? And even during that conversation, wait your opportunity because once that opportunity arrives, then you speak. But a babbler and a fool will regard no time. That's sad. That means they, they, they don't care about what you're talking about. They will interrupt you. They will keep talking. They, it's, keep going. Verse 8. He that uses many words shall be harbored, and he that taketh to himself authority therein shall be hated. Simply saying, a man that had a man that is speaking, right? And he using all these words and he's saying all this discern stuff and he he's speaking, right? Like when we come out these scriptures, it's a lot of people they say good things about you, but behind their heart, the people are hating you because at the end of the day, Yahuwah has baruched you with something, right? And he that talk that taketh to himself authority therein, basically. Hey, I'm going to put it like this. Once you get into these scriptures, right, and you start learning stuff, one thing we got to all learn is people go hate what you're saying, whether it's true or whether it's false. But when you come into this truth, everybody go hate what you're saying because it's speaking Yahuwah's word. When you get to speaking Yahuwah's words, and Yahuwah feels you, right? Not on your own discernment, but under Yahuwah's discernment. People will hate you. They will despise you. They will be frustrated with you. They will say so much things about you. 
But instead of them being as a righteous person or a great person and just simply saying, let, let me go in these scriptures and see what's really being said. They say, I would rather talk trash. Verse 9, there is a sinner that hath righteous success in evil things, right? Simply saying, what's that? Uh, uh, John chapter 19, verse, I mean 15 verse 19. Simply saying, there's a sinner that has good success in evil things. What do you think? How, why do you think so many people that are out there in the world having so much success, right? But they say that they believe in Yahuwah, right? But everybody is clinging and cleaving to them. They doing great. If that person wanted a job or another job or something like that, they can go out there and get it. People help them, right? So they are they succeed. They are success. My bad. They have success in evil things, right? And there is a gain that turned it to loss. So simply saying, one day, it could be in this life. Or they would hope it's in this life because when judgment day come, that gain that they have, that gain going to turn to a quick loss. And it's not going to be a loss that you can ever get back. I mean, a win that you could ever get back. So when people say, oh, man. Uh, I'm blessed, but then you see them on there and they speaking these wicked words or they idolatring or they got this and they saying this and they saying that, but they are doing great. They doing great, right? And you say, man, I, I say this all the time. Yahoo, how come they doing so much better? What am I doing wrong? That's the part. You're not doing anything wrong. It's the fact of who you serve. You're not serving two. You're serving one. And because you're serving one, the world hates you. There is a gift that shall not profit thee. And there is a gift whose recompense is double. Same thing. Just said the same thing. There is a gift that shall not profit, right? These people, they getting these gifts and things are going right for them in this life. But guess what? That's a gift that profits nothing. Your soul is condemned. It's done. But there is hope. There's repentance. There's reproof. That's correction. That's chastening. There's so much hope. But you choose not to take it. You choose to accept the world for what the world is. You choose to say, oh, everybody is good. I choose the world just because this, just because of that, right? What does good have with, it, with evil? Good has no tidings with evil. Evil has no tidings with good. You can't say that you're of Yahuwah seeking and trying to be right and, and be friends with the world. That just does not happen that way. And for that cause, when your day comes for you to get that, that affliction, that adversary is going to be doubled. You better hope that it's in this life and not the next because you still have a chance to repent and turn around in this life. Because once judgment day get here, there is no turning around. Verse 10, there is an abasement because of esteem. And there is that lifted up his head from a lower state. Um, you got to understand when you get to your point, yes, it is better to be lowly of heart because how I see it is if you lowly of heart, Yahoo is with you. But what's even better is when you low and you down and you still calling on Yahoo, you still lifting up your head to where your help come from, which is the heavens, which is, which is Yahoo. Do you really believe Yahoo is going to let you continue to be confounded? The crazy thing about this is, sometimes even speaking these words, 
they give me assurance. Because sometimes I get so low, and in my life, you, you, you got to understand, being low is not a bad thing. It's just because in the world we live in, the lower states and the low times when they come, they are very severe. Right? And you have no questions. You no question, I mean, my, you have no answers. But it's not on you to have the answers. It's on Yahuwah. Even Yahuwah tells us that the battle is not ours. So if the battle is not ours, so why are you trying to fight something? Huh? So we're trying to fight a battle that has nothing to do with us. We're trying to see something and, and, and get all the understanding for ourselves. Well, I just can't see this. I just can't. It's not for you to see. It's for you to trust and believe. In your lowliest state, that's why he does it to you. Because in your lower state, that's when you're supposed to listen the most. But so many people come into this and they get in their lower state and they say, oh, I think I messed up. I need to go back into the church and Christianity. Why? Because when the true creator of heaven and earth really put you through something, you couldn't handle it. But you claim you want his help and his protection. Don't ask for stuff that, you, that you're not ready for. Verse 12, there is that buyeth much for a little and repayeth it sevenfold. Simply saying, there's someone who's, they're going to buy something so small, right? But they're going to repay that seven times, right? A discerned man or a wise man by his words maketh him beloved. But the grace or the compassion of fools shall be poured out. See, a, a, a discerned man says stuff, right? See, because you know the scriptures even say that the that the righteous are an abomination unto the wicked. But when a righteous man or a discerned man speaks his words, those who are of the of, of righteousness, right? Whether they in Christianity or whether they in the truth, they're going to listen. They're going to love this man or this woman, right? Because a woman, I'm not saying that a woman cannot teach because the day we live in, a woman can teach. But you also got to watch and test her spirit. You got to test the man's spirit too. But as a woman, she has to be coming from the scriptures from the correct angle, the correct way. She can't come at it, oh, I'm a bitter woman, or I'm this and it's that, it's all, it's this. She still has to speak the law, statutes, and commandments the correct way. Because if she's not, then she's considered false. And everyone who listens to her, what's that, um, Matthew chapter 15, verse 14, or 14, verse 15, uh, let them alone, they be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, and both shall fall in the ditch. Yeah. Verse 14. The gift of a fool shall do thee no righteous or no good when thou hast it. Neither yet of the in, 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 envious for his necessity, for he looketh to receive many things for one. He giveth little and upbraid much. He opened his mouth like a... Like a... My bad, my bad, my bad. Cry, crier. Today he leaneth. Yeah. And tomorrow he will ask it again. Oh, my bad. Today he lend it, and tomorrow he will ask it again. <clears throat> much is one, much such is one is to be hated of all, of Alua, a man. And I'm gonna give y'all a testimony on that. So, my uncle, I grew up with this man. Literally, he's a year older than me. And every time I ever asked him for something. He would give little, but he always asked for much, right? When he gives something to me 
in my head, I already got to understand and expect that he's going to, it's not him giving it, it's him saying, hey, I'm going to give this to you because I know one day you're going to have more. It's, it's, you got to understand the situation, right? Verse 16, the fool says, I have no friends. I have no thanks for all my righteous deeds. And they that eat my bread speak evil of me. That's crazy because, see, I was a fool. I used to say that all the time. I have no friends. And and no thanks for all my... It's crazy because at the end of the day, why are you trying to receive appreciation for what you're doing? You should be doing it out the kindness of your heart. And that's one thing that I've learned to start doing. It's, yes, when I say stuff to people, it's not for me to say, hey, I'm doing this for you to acknowledge. And I'm saying it because I, I want people to understand that it's not for me to do it to say, hey, I'm doing this so you better pay attention. No, I don't care if you're paying attention or not. I just need you to understand that I'm trying. Uh, verse 17, how oft and how many shall he be laughed and scorned? For he knoweth not aright. What is it to have? And it is all one unto him as if he had it not. To slip upon a pavement is better than to slip with the tongue. Yeah, because you slip upon a pavement, I mean, that's a scar that can be healed, right? When you speak with your tongue, you got to understand, especially if you don't understand that you have to renounce things, you have to rebuke things that you say. You have to you have to pray and repent. That them words that you say, those words go out and they forever. Whether they fall, they might not go out and do what what they, but they still they there. So the fall of the wicked shall come speedily. Simply saying, yeah, the wicked's fall day is on its way, and it's actually sooner. Last night I seen some go across the sky, and the crazy thing was, that's a sign. I don't know what yet. But the crazy thing is, I can't tell anybody about the sign because I don't know it. But then at the same time, if I tell somebody I saw something like that and I tell them it's a sign, they're basically going to look at me and say, oh, nah, that nigga tripping. He crazy. And I know I keep saying that nigga word because that's how it is. Verse 19. An unseasonable tale will always be in the mouth of the unwise. Y'all hear that? Just said that. A discerned sentence shall be rejected when it cometh out of a fool's mouth. For he will not speak it in due season. Simply saying, it could be discerned or it could be the right thing to say and it could be the right thing for the situation. But because he spoke it too early or too late, it became a foolish notion. So everything has its due season. Verse 21, there is that is hinder it from sinning through want. And when he taketh rest, he shall not be troubled. So calm down, ease your mind. I know you want these things, but relax and let Yahuwah give you the necessities, not the wants. There is that destroyeth his own soul through bashfulness. And by accepting a person overthroweth himself. Simply saying... You better watch who you accept into your life. If you're married, watch double fold. Because who you accept into your life, you destroy your own soul. And accepting that person, guess what? You overthrow yourself. There is that for bash for bashfulness promises to his friend and maketh him to his enemy for nothing. A lie is a foul blot in a man. Yet it is continually in the mouth of the untaught. Wow. 
A thief is better than a man that is accustomed to lie. But they both shall have destruction to heritage. Y'all heard that? The disposition of a liar is dishonorable, and his shame is ever with him. A discerning man shall promote himself to esteem with his words, and he that has understanding will please great men. He that tilleth his land shall increase his heat, and he that pleaseth the great man shall be pardoned for iniquity. Present a gift, present presents and gifts blind the eye of the discern and stop up his mouth that he cannot reprove. Simply saying, don't allow, don't allow the gifts or the things of the world stop you from being a discerned man or woman to the point to where you can't reprove um, when you see or when things are going wrong, right? When you see something that's not right, it's error. If you if you are a discerned person or you claim to be, you got to at every turn in your life, you got to be prepared to reprove or the, the correct word or you could say correct. Right. Verse 30. Discern. Or wisdom that is hid and and treasure that is uh, horrid up, hoarded up. What profit is in them both? So simply saying, what what profit is the man or the person that has discernment if they go hide it, right? Or what profit is the man who has treasure or riches if he just go hoard it up? I mean, what is it doing for you? That's how you see all these rich people. They got all this money, right? And at the end of the day, if they die, it just go to somebody else. It didn't help you none. You could be out here doing something great, but yet you're steady putting this money back. I'm sorry, but in the life we're living in... If, if the rich was to start giving out money, the real estate market would actually go down. And I know y'all like, what? Well, you think about it. If money is steady increasing in today's age, that means the real estate market is steady going up. Well, if money starts decreasing because you're giving it out and you put it into the righteous motions, then guess what? Real estate market go down. Houses become more affordable. Food and, and all this stuff about poorness, all that goes away. So what's the use of you hoarding treasure? Better is he that hideth his folly than a man that hideth his discernment. I put like this. In the beginning of this, the first thing we said was confess your flaw, right? You can hide a flaw, but it's better to confess it. But it's better for you to hide the flaw than a man that is discerned to hide his wisdom. Necessary patience in seeking Yahuwah is better than he that leadeth his life without a guide. Simply saying, it is okay. It is needed for you to be patient in this walk to seek Yahuwah. Yes, things come about. And things happen to the point to where it's like, man, he he he's he's not here for me. He's not this. And all Yahuwah in all his words, he constantly tells us, be patient. Just just listen. Lift your head up. When things are going wrong, I know the rest of the world may, may seem or make it seem this way. I know it may seem it's easier just to walk away or go and do what you want to do. Or it's easier just to 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 um I'm gonna say I'm gonna do it myself when Yahoo already has something planned for you. He already has something in store for you. You just have to be patient. 
If you can't be patient and wait on him and 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 do what he told you to do, what makes you think that he that you deserve anything that he he is he has for you? That's gifts. That's baraka, shalom, uh, 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 love, joy, um, forgiveness, um, 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 all of that. What makes you think that that's the, that you deserve that if you can't even do what he tell you to do? So patience is a key in this. All right. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 51. This one not as long. It's like um, 23 chapters, 23 chapters, 23 verses. I'm sorry, y'all. Listen to what they say. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness. It doesn't say ye that follow and, and seek after man's truth or seek after what your own understanding say or how you feel. It says seek after righteousness. Ye that seek Yahuwah, look unto the rock whence ye are hewn. And to, and to, the, and to the hole of the pit whence ye are digged. The word hewn means sculptured, shaped, right? So look unto the rock whence ye are hewn or sculptured or shaped, and to the hole of the pit whence ye are digged. Look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone, and baruch him, and increased him. Simply saying, pay attention to how he did. A lot of people think that, oh, it's okay to have worldly this, worldly friends, worldly that. And the funny thing is, you got to understand, to be separate or made apart literally means you have to get to a point in your life to where if they're not seeking after Yahuwah and you're with them or you're trying to be around them, what do you think that says about you? It, it does not make you set apart nor made apart nor righteous. It actually makes you after actually seeking after something you shouldn't be seeking. Um, I remember one time I tried to, um, while I've been, been in this walk, I, I was go, I was go search out and, and try to reach out to an old friend of mine. And when I got to talking to this old friend, and this old friend just kept talking about this and that, and I just said what I said, then I had to let him go. But come to find out, after I, after I said what I said, um, this friend had basically made a post about me being crazy and all this other stuff, right? And the crazy thing is, it's okay, because the scriptures literally tell you this is stuff that's supposed to happen. So you could either choose to be separate or made apart, or you could choose to be of the world. You cannot serve two. That's how it go. Verse 3, for Yahuwah shall comfort Zion. That is Yasharal. Or Yaakov. He will comfort all her waste places and will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of, of Yahuwah. Joy and gladness sh uh, shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Once again, that's already a, a clear indignation, indication that the, the land of Jerusalem and the land of Zion are actually what? They're, they're desert. It's the same thing, but it's, it's, it's nothing. Right. So if he's going to make these places, he said the wilderness, a wilderness, I'm pretty sure is nothing. Right. He says he's going to make these places like Eden. Right. Hearken unto me, my people and give ear unto me. Oh, my nation, for a law shall proceed from me and I will make my judgment to rest for a light of my of the people. <laughs> Verse five, my righteousness is near my salvation is gone forth in my arms y'all see that well y'all can't see that but you speak righteous and stuff start happening people got to move around them devils got to move 
My salvation is going forth and mine arms shall judge the people. The owl shall wait unto me and on mine arms shall they trust. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath. For the Shamayims or the heavens shall vanish away like smoke and the earth shall wax old like a garment and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But the salvation, but my salvation shall be forever and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Y'all hear that? You heard that, baby? Yeah, okay, mama. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be, af be ye afraid of ye of the re reviling, reveling. Verse 8. For the moth shall eat them up like a garment. And the worm shall eat them like wool. But my righteousness shall be forever. And my salvation from generation to generation. Awake. Awake. Put on strength. O arm. Put on strength. O arm of Yahuwah. Wake. As in the ancient days. In the generations of old. Art thou not in. Art thou not it that hath cut Rahab. And wounded the dragon. Art thou not it which has dried the sea. The water of the great deep that hath made the deep, the depth of the sea, a way for the ransom to pass over. Therefore, the redeemer of Yah, the redeemed, my bad. Therefore, the redeemed of Yahuwah shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy. And sorrow and mourning shall flee away. I, even I, am that am he that comforteth you. Who art thou that sh that thou shalt shouldest be afraid of a man that shall die, and of son and and the son of man which shall be made of grass? So he's basically saying, Who are you to be afraid of man who 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 shall die, right? Who should you be afraid of? Be afraid in reverence. Be afraid in love. Be afraid out of respect, out of shalom. Don't fear Yahuwah just because you think he's some monster, because he's not. Don't take the words of a righteous man in misunderstanding when all you have to do is pray for understanding and let Yahuwah let you see what this righteous man is saying. Right? Yahuwah is not a monster. He's not evil. He created evil, but he is very righteous. He didn't create evil because he's evil. He created evil and he gave you a free will to literally show you. See, the Catholic Church forces you to do something. Christianity forces you to do something. But we don't have to be forced. You can choose Yahuwah. You can choose the world. We just hope that you don't. Verse 13, and forget is Yahuwah that thy maker. Y'all see that? Y'all fear man and what man could do for you and forget is Yahuwah which made us. Which made the grass, the dirt, the worms, the cats, the dogs, everything in existence. Maker that has stretched out, stretched forth the Shamayim, the Shamayims, or the heavens, and laid foundations of the red or the earth, and has and has feared continually, my bad, feared, and has, it's not feared, yeah, feared continually every day because of the fury of the oppressed. 
Oh, okay, I get, I get what it's saying. Basically, y'all don't forgot Yahuwah, right? The one who created everything. And basically, you, we're basically, we fear the, the oppressor. Every day, we fear these people. We became, we didn't make these people our friends because we didn't fear them so much to the point we want to be like them, right? And he basically saying, because the fury of the oppressor, as if he were ready to destroy. The oppressor can't destroy nothing. He can try, but he can't. And where is the fury of the oppressor? The captive, the captive exile hasten that he may look, be loosed and that he should not die in the pit, nor that his bread shall, shall, should fail. This is talking about us. We should be loosed and we shall not die in the pit and our bread, it will, it will not fail us. But I am Yahuwah the Alua that divided the sea, whose way is roared. Yahuwah of Saba or host is his name. And I have put my words in the in thy mouth, and I have covered thee in the shadow of mine hand, that I may plant the Shamims or the heavens and lay the foundations of the aret or the earth. And say unto Zion, Thou art my people. Yasharal, if y'all don't get this, he is speaking to y'all. So-called Negroes. So-called descendants of the slaves. Those who are cast across the earth. Um, black people. Not not black people. Negroes. Those in the, in the, in the United States. In the, in the Americas. Afro-Latinos. Afro-Puerto Ricans. afro Afro uh, uh, Dominicans, Afro uh, I said Latinos, Cana Afro Canadians, Afro Brazilians, these which are of the tribe of Yahuda, y'all gotta wake up and see these things, because he's speaking to you. Verse seventeen: Awake, awake, stand up, O Jerusalem, which has drunk at the hand of Yahuwah the cup of his fury. Thou hast drunken the dregs of the cups of trembling and wrung them out. There is none to guide her among all the sons whom she hath brought forth. Man, that's crazy. This is what happened to Jerusalem. Right? And because this is what happened to Jerusalem. Um, there is none to guide her among all the sons whom she hath brought forth. Neither is there any that, that, that taketh her by the hand of all the sons that she hath brought up. Y'all should go read the, the the book of Baruch. It's in the Apocrypha. You want to know what this is speaking about? Go read chapter 4. These two things are come unto thee. Who shall be sorry for thee? Desolation and destruction. And the famine and the sword. By whom shall I comfort thee? The sun hath fainted. They lie at the head of all streets. As a wild bull in a net, they are full of fury of Yahuwah, the rebuke of the of Alua. Therefore, hear now this: Thou afflicted and drunken, but not with wine. So, if he's saying you drunken and not with wine, what is he speaking of? A lot of y'all gonna say, "Oh, he's talking about alcohol." No, he's not. He's not. We go do it. We go do one about drunkenness. One. We go do an episode about drunkenness. Because I think that's going to be a good one. Therefore, hear now this. Oh, yeah, I just read that. Verse 22. Thus said the sovereign Yahuwah, the Alua, 
that pleaded the cause of his people. Behold, I have taken out of thine hand the cup of trembling, even the dregs of the of the cup of my fury. Thou shalt no more drink it again. But it, but I will put it in the into the into the hand of them that afflicted thee. Uh uh, baby, that's uh uh. Throw it nope. Throw it away now. Um, which have said to thy soul, bow down that we may go over, and thou hast laid thy body as the ground, and as the street to them that went over. All right, so right now we got two things going on. We have foolishness. We have cleaveness. We have. There you go, baby. We have coming away from the world. We have so much going on in just these two books. So what is actually being said? What's being said is turn ye away from all of the wickedness. Flee from it. You want salvation? Cleave unto Yahuwah and all that is righteous. If you're married, that literally means. I know that sometimes marriage can be a tough and hard situation. You got a spouse that basically for years he 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 did you wrong, right? Or she did you wrong. But that spouse came into the truth and both of y'all came in understanding what needed to happen. Right? The right thing to do is to both put aside the differences and the 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 the, the past and move forward, not in just each other but in Yahuwah. Move forward with the with the expectations and the 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 trust and belief and the love that things are going to be better. Do not get it twisted, ladies. Black men have a tough time in this world, and it's not me saying, "Oh, he he can do this, he can do that." No, what I am saying is, be patient with us, because we're trying. Black men, be patient with our black women, because it's our fault that our black women are out here being defiled right now. And because it's our fault, those who are out here whoremongering, you will be punished. So y'all men that's trying to look this good and, and y'all talking about y'all a man and I got this much money, I could do this, I could do that. And y'all got these women really believing that's what a man is. But, I don't go in, we, I'm finna get something. But at the end of the day, be ye separate. Come away from the world. Separate yourself. Don't be like the rest of these people. I know it's it's better, especially when you're married and everybody else makes you feel a certain way. But the man that you was with or the woman you was with, she makes you feel uh, sick inside. But you got to understand at the end of the day, we all ask for forgiveness. And even the father said, if you can't forgive and move on. What should he forgive you for? Why should he forgive you? Right? At the end of the day, it's not about ourselves. And this is something I learned. This is something I, I try my hardest to live to. Yahuwah has to be first. When Yahuwah is first and truly first, that's when things go right for you. You can tell when things are going right for you because Yahuwah sends those things. But when things are going bad, it's because you might be seeking him. You might even have him first in some things. But if you don't have him first in everything, you're still not doing the correct thing. So let's fix this and let's get it together. 
Seek him out, put him first in every aspect of life. If you're married, husbands, your wife, she is your bone, she is your rib. She needs to be treated as such. I know you had a messed up coming up. I know you messed up before you came into this truth, but you've been getting it together. Just keep trusting in Yahoo and let him lead you. Ladies, I know he's I know you when you when you came in, things wasn't right and such and such. <clears throat> or he he wasn't right or whatever. Be patient. And if it's the other way around, if you came in and you was out there in the world and that man stuck with you. And even though you might have felt some type of way, that man stuck with you. It's okay, sweetheart. Just make sure that you put Yahuwah first. Ladies, your husband, <clears throat> it is Yahuwah who is first. But your husband is right there. You have to learn to love your husband in order to love Yahuwah the correct way. Men, you have to learn to love your wife in order to let Yahuwah know that I love you too. And I know it's, it's like, man, that don't make sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense. You just have to ask for understanding in these matters. <clears throat> don't just sit up there and ask, oh, man, help me to get closer to you and help me to take care of my children. If you're married and that's, and that's your prayer and your prayer is not for your spouse, do you really believe that Yahoo is going to, to be with you? So many people so ready because what happened in the past and you so busy thinking about this Christianity, this Christian mindset to the point to where you are literally ready to condemn yourself and go to the lake of fire all because you have no true understanding of Yahuwah. <clears throat> it's time to wake up. It's time to get it together. No one who truly loves their children can literally say that they want to be burnt up. That they want to fall. That they don't care about themselves. That's not true love. You don't love your children. You just claim it to. True love states that I do whatever it takes. To make sure my children are right. As a man. I have no excuse. I messed up in my past. I did things that I shouldn't have did. I did things that I could have did. But because things were so cloudy in my life. I didn't see those things. I have no excuse. None at all. All I could do now is call on Yahuwah. And this is for every man. Call on the name of Yahuwah. And I'm praying for every every righteous Yahudi that's truly seeking Yahshuaal. That's truly seeking Yahuwah. Yahuwah, we call on your name right now in the mighty name of Yahusha. I'm praying for my brothers that's truly in this walk. Yam Yahoo, Chris, uh, Kamnik. Uh, Steve, um, those who are truly in your walk, y'all, who are truly seeking you, seeking your face, but things are going wrong, things are not going how we need them and how we want them to go. Chris Yom Yahuwah is, is seeking a wife. He is asking and pleading for a wife. I'm calling on you right now, Yahuwah, to send him a wife. Um, myself, Yahuwah, I'm calling the, to restoration of my the love between my wife and myself. I'm also needing... Um, Funds the, the 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 wealth and the financial part to pick up in my life to be able to 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 to, to give my wife security, Yahuwah. Um, every other man that's out there that's truly seeking, Yahuwah, I call on your name to be with us. Those who've been afflicted in this walk, those who continue to be afflicted, Yahuwah, in your mighty name, in the name of Yahusha, all that Yahuwah, after these last great days shall come into effect, we shall be restored we shall be prosperous 
for our women, Yahoo, I just ask that you help our women that truly seek and love you as they claim. Not to only seek you with their mouth and not with their heart. But I ask that you touch them and give them a standard to stand up and be a virtuous, righteous. Proverbs 31, Sirach or Ecclesiastes chapter 26, woman, Yahoo, a virtuous, who loves you first and who puts you first. And then if they're married, they husbands, then they children. If they're not married, Yahuwah, to be able to get out there and do what they need to do to find a husband. Be with Yasharal, continue to help us. Those who have been afflicted in lowly estate, Yahuwah, we ask that you come nearer to us. Turn not your head away from us any longer, but continue to be with us. So in the name of Yahusha, we pray these things. And so we pray them. And everyone that is on this channel that is here to listen and, and learn. We say affirm and agree. And anyone that is here for strife or wickedness or witchcraft, Yahuwah, we rebuke them and we cast them off in the name of Yahusha. And Yahuwah, those who are not of you, we cast them off and we ask that you send something on them, Yahuwah. Yes, I pray not against, not for my enemies, but I pray against them, Yahuwah. The battle is not mine, so because it is yours, I pray that you take your vengeance on those who come on my channel and seek or even have prayed against my family or my people. Condemn them, Yahuwah. In the name of Yahusha, we say Yahweh Yahu, Rakta Yahuwah, Rakta Yahusha. Firm agreed. Alright, Shalom, Shalom. How y'all doing? Anchor, once again, this is Mr. Yashra, Yahuda Brian. Um, guess we're going to do a lesson. Actually, we're going to do three chapters. So, the chapters we're going to do are actually going to be the chapters Ecclesiasticus, chapter 20 through 23. Now, while we're reading this, I really want y'all to pay attention to what's going on. How things are supposed to be. How things are supposed to go. Uh, husbands, wives. like Y'all got to pay attention to this stuff. Because... At the end of the day, uh, just like Proverbs, Ecclesiastes is a book of, of discernment or wisdom. Um, it's like an extension, or actually, it's the it's, it's, is it before or after? I think it's before. I could be wrong. It might be after Proverbs. But either way it goes, it's, it's like an extension to Proverbs, or Proverbs is an extension to the book of Ecclesiasticus. Um... Both books are very vital because of the simple fact they teach you the basis of life. They teach you the basis of of discernment, of knowledge, of understanding of how you're supposed to treat the wicked, how you're supposed to treat a, a righteous person, wives, how you're supposed to treat your husband, husbands, how you're supposed to treat your wives, how you're supposed to treat your children. Like it's, it's, it's a bunch that these books teach us, right? And... The best thing about the books, though, are they actually, well, you know, the book of Ecclesiastes, a lot of people try to knock the, the Apocrypha, but the books in the Apocrypha actually coincide and back up the, the Torah. They, they go hand in hand with the Torah. So the book of Ecclesiastes say a lot of stuff that, that basically it, it tells you that when you go up against the law, when you not doing what the law say, or, you know, when you're breaking the law, because a lot of people don't know, because 
in the law, it breaks it down. But then at the same time, it's just some things are like common sense. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm looking for something. <laughs> um, give me one second. Um, so with that being said, we're going to the book of Ecclesiasticus. Um, most people in their book is called the book of Sarak, which Ecclesiasticus actually is the son of, a, of Sarak. So, um, well, let me get to it and let's get to it. Now, a lot of words that I'm going to say, I mean, if you like me um, coming into this and a lot of words that are being said, you look at them and it's like I heard these my whole life. But I never understood or really knew what this word meant, you know. So let's go ahead and pull out my dictionary. Or let's go ahead and pull out the Google on the other phone, you know, on the tablet. Give me one second. We three minutes in and we got three chapters to read. Three minutes in with three chapters to read. Let's get this in. Okay. Ecclesiastes chapter 20 verse 1. There is a reproof. That is not calmly. Again, some some man holdeth his tongue, and he is discerned. Right? Let's see what this word reproof means. Real quick, because that's a to reprove someone is is to correct someone. Right? Let's get the let's get the the proper definition, because I don't want no one to just take my words for this. Which I mean, you can look this up yourself. Re, y'all hear you typing? Reproof. All right. Oh, I think I was wrong. Actually, it's not wrong. It's just okay. So, this is what he gave us. Oh no, that's wrong thing, bro. Go back, go back, cause that's not what I looked up. This is gonna take forever. I don't know why. Um. Okay, a negative comment, reprimand, or rebuke. So there is a rebuke that is not calmly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a rebuke that is not calmly. Again, some man holdeth his tongue and he is discerned. Simply saying, there's a rebuke that's not calmly, but some men, you know, they they quiet, but it's still it don't they're still discerned. Um. It is, it is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly. Wow. And he that confesses his fault shall be preserved from hurt. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry because I, I don't know why, but I... Let's take the biblical part off. Yes, same thing. Okay, either way go. Um, verse three. I'm six minutes in, and I ain't even really got into this yet. Um, 
Let's start that over. It is much better to reprove or to rebuke, right? Um, <laughs> so the definition is a reproof is a negative comment, reprimand, a, or rebuke. Even the nicest uh, kinder, uh, kindergarten teacher in the world will give his students a reproof. If they won't, if they won't stop laughing and running around the class, uh, an athlete bad behavior or on the, on on and off the field might result in a reproof by his coach. So just a rebuke, just like a, hey, chill out. Um, so it is be- it is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly. Simply saying, it's better to correct and get it out there versus you sitting back, closed mouth, having your mouth closed and not saying nothing at all. Because once you get to that point, other stuff start happening, right? If you don't speak up, if you don't if you don't reprove when reproof needs to be reproved, then guess what? It's 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 what what to say? It is better it is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly. And he that confesses his faults shall be preserved from hurt. So you definitely gotta you gotta confess. Even the scripture says that you're supposed to confess your faults. That's humility, right? To be humble. So anybody can walk around and say all day that I I um I did this, I did that. Okay. What does that mean? Confess your faults. You don't have to confess them to me, but they need you need to confess them. How good is it when thou art reproved? To show repentance, for so shall thou escape with uh, willful sin. Simply saying, how good is it for somebody to reprove you, right? And simply, it's the same thing, to correct you, right? Rebuke. Because if you don't get reproved, then guess what? You're going to continue to fault. And and what it say? How good is it, is it to when thou art reproved to show repentance? Simply saying to humble yourself and repent, to sorrowly give uh, uh, confess your fault and ask for forgiveness. For so shalt thou escape willful sin. Right? You don't want to continue to sin, so you need to be reproved so that you can escape it. Verse four: As is the lust of an in, uh, uh, a eunuch to deflower a virgin. So he so is he that uh, executed judgment with the violence. So a eunuch, these are witches. These are people who work dark magic basically to deflower a virgin. Right. A lot of people don't really understand that word virgin or virtue. A lot of people just think a virgin is someone who hasn't had sex. Right. That is a that that's true, too. But you might want to go a little deeper and learn what a virgin is and what virtue is. Right. They're, t- they're the same thing. When a wife or a hut, no, I guess it's just women. Right. Uh, when a wife steps outside the marriage. Right. She's no longer virgin or virtuous. While she's in that marriage, she's considered a virtuous virgin woman. Because no other man has touched. Right. You got to go really look up that word and really study that word virgin and virtue. Right. So is he that executed judgment with violence? Simply saying that's like somebody like the police of today or the judges of the world today. They execute every bit of judgment, righteous judgment with violence. Right. Everything don't need to be judged with violence. There is one that keep it silence and is found discerned and another by much babbling become hateful. Because sometimes, you know, people get mad when you quiet because they feel certain ways. Right. 
But see, without discernment, you don't understand. So you see somebody babbling, right? And in the world we live in today, people that babble, I'm sorry, but a lot of people do a lot of babbling. They do a lot of talking, and I'm sorry, but yes, to me, it becomes hateful. I don't want to hear all that. Sometimes I just want you to shut up and chill. Let's just chill, right? Because silence gives you that opportunity to scope out and really listen. Even Yahuwah says to keep silent. Be still and know that he is Alua. He's He shall be exalted among the earth. He shall be exalted among the heathens, right? Be still, be silent. Verse 6. Some man holdeth his tongue because he had not to answer. And some keep it silent knowing his time. Wow. So why would you talk if you don't know the answer? Right? And some men just keep silent because, I mean, hey, sometimes when that discernment and Yahuwah shows you something, you know what time it is. That can mean spiritually or physically, so you got to watch yourself. A discerned man or a wise man will hold his tongue till he see opportunity. But a babbler and a fool will regard no time. Simply saying what I just say. A discerned man, somebody who's kept silent, he's going to be quiet until he sees an opportunity to be discerned. Don't get it twisted. You live in a world today where a discerned man, literally the scripture says that the righteous are an abomination unto the wicked. So a discerned man could talk all day, but the wicked will literally count him as hateful. They hate him, right? But a babbler... And a fool with regard no time. Simply saying a babbler and a fool don't care what you're talking about, what time it is. They go talk and they go do what they want to do. Right? Lean out on your own understanding. Everybody in the 2020 want to do what they want to do. But then they say that they serve Yahuwah. Or they say that they searching the Father. Or they say that they don't want to be of the world. But why are you steady talking? Why are you steady doing what you want to do? Even the scriptures and every verse. And that's the crazy thing because I learned that, yes... I've always said that, man, Yahuwah always answered me when I pray to him, right? Through the scriptures. And it's crazy because when I wasn't listening, I kept, I was searching and I found some stuff. But Yahuwah don't answer you on your own time. He answers you when it's time for you to listen. He answers you when you get quiet and you listen. He answers you when you stop leaning and depending on yourself. When you can turn around and say no more, I would stop listening to my own heart. I would stop listening to that voice of Satan. I would stop leaning on my own understanding. I would stop listening to the world, but I would shut my mouth and I would listen. Yahoo says, that's when I'm going to talk to you. Because right now you're out there, you're saying, you're saying all this wicked stuff. You're saying, oh, he, he must not this, he must not that. Or you say, oh, uh, uh, let me go talk to such and such. And Yahoo is literally looking at you like you fool. Just shut your mouth and listen. If you were to listen, then what you're about to do, the sin and the abomination not to commit, you won't commit it. Because what people don't understand is, and this is something, I'm glad through the for Watchmen and, and uh, Debar Yahoo, Watchmen Yahoo and Debar Yahoo, because it's funny because, you know, sometimes we don't really look at the scriptures like this, but you do understand that it's the reason Yahuwah continues throughout the scriptures to tell you to shut your mouth, be silent, listen, be still, be patient, endure. Because literally, he even tells us, what, 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 what chapter is that? It's in the New Testament, where he literally tells us that um, we don't have an excuse. 
When you mess up, that's on you. And Yahoo is no longer going to be with you in that mess up because you knew what was right and what was wrong. Yes, we do have that. And I mean, time is running out, but we still have that little time period to where you got to get it together. Which means if you come into the truth, it could have been a year ago or two years ago. You still have time to get it together. Do not fall by the wayside. Verse nine. There is a sinner that had that has good success in evil things. Which means a sinner thinks that, oh, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, or I'm barack, I'm barack, right? Because the evil of their doing, so they get bereft, they, they are successful in evil things, right? And there is a gain that turneth to loss. Simply saying, yeah, you gained that in this world, but it's going to quickly turn into a loss. Because what does the scripture say? You're searching for a prophet that has no profit. What's that? I do believe that's Ezekiel. Or is that Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 8? Bam. Verse 10. There is a gift that shall not profit thee. What did we just say? And there is a gift whose recompense is doubled. Boy, you better hope. You better hope. <laughs> because the gift that you looking for and you searching for out there in the world or you searching for for everybody else. See, it's going to be doubled. But it's not going to be the doubling that you want or you need. It's going to be the doubling of what the wicked are going to receive. Because even Yahuwah, he hasn't dug the pit yet. It's going to be dug. And guess what? If you don't get it together, he's going to throw you in that pit. This is not fear mongering. This is actually scriptural. Verse 11. There is an abasement because of esteem. And there, there is that lifted up his head from a lower state. Man. Mm. Let's read that over. There is a abasement. Let's look at this word abasement. Y'all know I'm dumb. So I hope, I hope. <laughs> if there is nobody else that did not understand this, so hopefully if there is somebody who did not understand this, we finna learn this together, right? Abasement. All right, let's see what this word means, y'all. Abasement means humiliation or disgrace. Losing an important football game uh, because of several stupid mistakes might result in abasement for the whole team. So there is a humiliation or disgrace because of esteem. And there is that lifted up his head from a lower state. Simply saying, check this out. <laughs> You live in a life to where it is actually okay to be humiliated or to have disgrace by the world, right? Why? Because Yahoo is going to lift up your head in a lower state. There is that buyeth much for a little and repayeth it seven folds. Simply saying, he bought something so small, but he repaid that back, right? Big because 9 out of 10, he probably got a big gain off of it. Verse 13, a discerned man by his words maketh him beloved. Beloved, my bad. But the gracious, but the graces of fools shall be poured out. Man. Verse 14. The gift of a fool shall do thee no righteous or no good when thou hast it. Neither yet of the envious for his necessity, for he looketh to receive many things for one. Wow. 
You better you better be thankful for what you got instead of trying to receive everything else. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you're not really worth it like that yet. <laughs> Verse 15. He giveth little and abroad as much. He opened his mouth like a crier. Today he he lendeth, and tomorrow will he ask it again. Such an one is to be hated of all Lua and man. Wow. So he give a little, right, and unbroad as much. And he opened his mouth like a carrier. And today, basically, basically, like a, how we say an Indian giver. Today I'm going to lend it to you, right, but tomorrow... I'm going to ask for it again. Like, hey, you just, just hold. I'm letting you borrow it. But tomorrow, don't spend it. Don't give it away. Don't do nothing with it because tomorrow I'm going to need that back. Right? Such is one. Yahuwah says he, he hates. He hates that as well as a man do. Right? Verse 16. The fool said, I have no friends. I used to say that. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, you heard me. I used to say that. A fool said, I have no friends. I have no thank for all my good deeds. I don't know about that part right there because I don't feel like I did any good deeds. And they that eat my bread speak evil of me. Dang. So basically saying, y'all remember that saying, don't bite the hand that feeds you? Mm. How oft and how many shall be laughed to scorn? For he knoweth not aright what it is to have. And it is all one unto him. As if he had it not. Dang, bro. Verse 18. <laughs> Watch this. To slip up on a pavement is better than to slip with the tongue. So it's better for you to bust your butt on the concrete and on the pavement than it is for you to slip with your tongue. Because remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So whatever you speak, you shall eat, right? So yeah, yeah I'm going to say it like this. It is a time to uh, renounce, right, and repent because you might have said something and you might have said some things and don't get it twisted. You can still renounce it. You can still repent for it, but you have to mean it. And even Acts 17 verse 30 says in times of ignorance, Yahuwah winked at, but commanded all men now to repent. So Hey, that's all I can say to you. Let's finish this. To slip upon pavement is better than to slip with the tongue because the tongue is wicked. It is You speak it, it, it comes to force. So you might want to watch yourself. So the fall of the wicked shall come speedily. So how your tongue spoke all that? Guess what? The wicked shall be done away with speedily. An unseasonable tale will always be in the mouth of the unwise. So a rumor will always be in the mouth of the of the unwise. A discerned sentence shall be rejected when it cometh out out of a fool's mouth, for he will not speak it in due season. Simply saying, he had something wise or discerned to say that could have helped, right? But he had it. He he was so busy worrying and doing everything else that when he spoke it. <clears throat> Basically, everybody rejected him. They they was like, nah, bro, that that nah, that's crazy. Nah, 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 nah. Trust me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say once again, cause I don't mind speaking my faults, right? That was me. Want to speak the same words? But guess what? It wasn't. It, it was too late. It got rejected in due because I spoke it not in due season. Verse twenty one. 
there is that is hindered from sinning through want. And when he taketh rest, he shall not be troubled. Did you know you can literally want something so bad to the point you need it, right? And there's a lot of people you can want Yahuwah so bad to the point that you need him, to the point that it literally hindered you from sinning. Right? And when it's time for you to take your rest, you shall not be troubled because... That literally impelled you to call and seek out Yahuwah. Did not Yahuwah say that he is salvation? Did not he say those that seek him shall find him? You want peace, you want shalom, you want protection, but you're not willing to seek Yahuwah. You're not willing to stay right where he told you to be. Well, guess what? The things that's happening to you, it's not because of the people in your life. It's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Verse 22, there is that destroyeth his own soul, man, through bashfulness, right? Ain't that, what's bashfulness? Ain't that like um, you're bashful, like you're shy? Ain't that shyness? I told y'all I'm dumb. I'm not dumb, but you know what I'm saying. I rebuke that. I'm not dumb. I'm just a little, I'm just a little slow. <laughs> I don't think nothing wrong with being a little slow, right? The word bashfulness means to re to uh, reluctant to draw attention to one's to oneself. Shy. I thought so. So there is that destroys his own soul through bashfulness. Basically, a person that's too shy, right? Oh, let me let me let me let me finish this so I can I can I can finish this. And by accepting a person's overthrowing himself. So there are some people, including, I'm going to say this by myself, right? You so shy or you're so reluctant to draw attention to yourself, right? To the point to where people overthrow you. You destroy yourself because you're not being bold enough to speak up when it's time to speak up. Right? And because of that, if Yahuwah tells you to go speak or he tell you to do something, you so bashful. And this goes not just for people around you. This goes for families. This goes for your 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 children, your your marriage, your 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 mother, your father, whoever. If you're too bashful and you're not you're not getting it out when Yahuwah told you to speak, guess what? When things come up on you, it's your fault. 23, there is that for bashfulness promiseth to his friends and maketh him his enemy for nothing. Wow. 24, a lie is a foul blot in a man, yet it is continually in the mouth of untaught. So, someone who is untaught, right? A lie is a foul blot. In a man, right? That means it's 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 there. That's your flaw. 
and it's continually in their mouth because you're untaught. You rather be out there and you rather listen to everybody else. You rather, oh, let me, I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to listen to him. I don't want to listen to her because they saying something that goes against what I believe in. So when I speak to you or if you say something to me, I'm going to make up a lie to make you such an either way it goes. It's a lie because you're untaught and you're actually what is the Hosea chapter four, verse six? My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because that has rejected knowledge. You reject the knowledge because literally. Why? Twenty five. A thief is better than a man that is accustomed to lie. But they both shall have destruction to heritage. Boy, the disposition of a liar is dishonorable. And his shame is very with him. It's ever, it's ever with him. But see, the funny thing about that though is, there's still hope. Because at the beginning, what does he say? To confess your flaw, right? That's a flaw. Even a thief, that's a flaw. If you confess your flaw, even if you feel it's not a flaw, if it's a flaw, it's a flaw. 27. A discerned man shall promote himself to esteem with his words. And he that hath understanding will please great men. Man, Yahoo is amazing with that right there. Let me tell you, let me tell you, he's amazing. Why do I say that? Because it's amazing how many people Yahoo will bring into your life when you put yourself aside and you put him first. And I know this, this speaks about a discerning man, but what I'm saying is Yahuwah can literally put that discerning man in a place where to the wicked, he's a flaw. To the wicked, he's an abomination. To the wicked, he's a curse. To the wicked, literally, scriptures say the righteous are an abomination unto the wicked. Right? But to great men and those who have understanding and are being taught, that great man... Let me read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, promote himself to uh, honor with his words, and he hath understanding. Will please. My, there you go. Has pleasure with great men. I knew I was. I wasn't tripping. Verse twenty-eight. He that tilleth his land shall increase his heat, and he that pleasureth great men shall get pardon from the iniquity for for iniquity. The thing with this, check this out. When it's speaking about great men, who is it speaking about? Do y'all really think this is talking about your celebrities, your governors, the men, these these uh, uh, men that's doing music, these people that's out there in the street doing all this other stuff? Do you really believe that it's speaking about them? Because if you do, I'm sorry, but you're lost. That is not a great man. Those are far from great men. Do you really believe it's speaking about somebody out there in the world who has money? Oh, he has this car. He has this. He has this going for him. It's sad, though, right? Because if that's your, uh, uh, your, your definition of a great man, you're superficial. And judgment day is on its way. It's not fear mongering. It's literally trying to help you. Yasharal, literally, it says a remnant is going to make it. Do you really believe that if you're doing the wrong thing or you have the wrong mindset or you're listening when you when you when, not listening when you speaking and you should have been listening or you're doing something because of your emotions or because you're you're leaning on your own understanding or you're doing this, you're doing that, that you that Yahoo is going to favor you. He's going to be with you. Men of Yahuda, women of Yahuda. If y'all don't get this together, a remnant is a very tiny number. There's seven billion people on this planet. Right. 
That's like five million maybe Negroes, probably a little less than that. One four four thousand, one hundred and forty four thousand. Keep that number in your head, because yes, there's a bigger number, but you need to go check that scripture out. Go check the scriptures out. That's all I can say. Um, Twenty nine present a gift presents a gift. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Presents and gifts blind, blind gifts blind the eye of the discern. Of presents and gifts blind the eye eyes of the discern and stops up his mouth that he cannot reprove. Because it's funny, you know, to be a discerning man, right? Somebody bring you gifts and stuff. You you're not thinking about reproving this person, right? You're just thinking, oh man, this person ain't got me something. I must be doing something right. Man, you I mean, come on now, right? And it's funny because you got blinded because they brought you a gift. They did something good for you and you got blinded. Right? Ain't that a shame? Verse 31. Discernment. Discern that is hid and treasure that is hoarded up. What profit is in them both? That's funny because what does the rich do? The rich hoard their treasures, right? What does a, a bashful discern man do? He hides his discernment, right? These are two prophets that will not profit because they're both being hidden. They're both being kept away. They're both being put away until you think that, oh, man, some good going to happen. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because as a discerned man, you have the knowledge, understanding to go out there and speak. And you're not speaking. You could have been profiting and helping somebody else, but you're too scared. Yahuwah does not like scary people. You are a rich man, and instead of you going out to help people with your money, you're holding on to it. You went from making $100 million last year to $100 million this year, and you're holding on to it. Oh, it's for an inheritance for my children. I'm sorry, even in the world we live in, you could give your children 100000 and they good. You could give them a 500000 and they good. All they got to do is start their own company, and they good. Thirty-one. Better is he that hideth his folly than a man that hideth his discernment. Better is a man who hides his flaw than a man that hides his discernment. Necessary patience in seeking Yahuwah is better than he that leadeth his life without a guide. Simply saying, it is better to be patient seeking Yahuwah than to go through life without a guide, right? Going through life leaning on your own understanding. Wow. Ecclesiastes chapter 21. My son, has thou sinned? Do so no more, but ask pardon for the farmer's sins. Right? Ask for pardon. Go and repent for the things of the past. And when you repent for the things of the past, watch this. Flee from sin as, as from the face of a serpent. For if thou comest too near, it will come too near it, it will bite thee. The teeth thereof are as the teeth of a lion slaying the soul of men. Simply saying you need to flee from sin. You should look at sinning and, and doing the wicked as if you was in the face of a lion. I mean the face of a, of, of a snake. Right. And and remember when you're in the face of a snake, this is not a regular snake as this has interpreted. This snake has teeth like lions. Right. So when it bites you. It's not going to be one of them little simple, oh, you got bit. It's going to tear the skin off, <laughs> you know. Verse 3, all iniquity is as two-edged swords. 
the wounds whereof cannot be healed. If you if I stick a two-edged sword in you, I'm sorry, but that joker cutting, it's not finna go in like that, that dull top at that dull part at the top, and then a little sharp end at the bottom. Now it's 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 cutting. I'm sorry, but it's going in and out. <laughs> so that wound cannot be healed. You need to pray. And when you pray, you need to ask for forgiveness and, and pardon because there's sins, there's abominations, there's so much going on in the world we live in today. Yahuwah literally pleads with us to turn away from it. Verse, verse 4, to terrify and do wrong will waste riches. Thus the house of proud men shall be made desolate. Boy, hold on now. Verse 5, a prayer out of a poor man's mouth reaches to the ears of Yahuwah and his judgment comes speedily. Man. <laughs> I'm going to say this, though, as a poor man, right? Don't go and think that, oh, I'm poor. He said that, oh, just when I pray that my ears are going to reach and he's going to go out and, 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 and do the judgment sweetly. You still have to have a righteous heart when you do these things, right? Y'all got to remember Abraham was not the richest when he when all the things first started happening. When yes, he had land, he had all this stuff, but still, when Yahuwah told Abraham he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, I need y'all to pay attention and really think of how innocent Abraham was. Abraham did not think or see the wickedness in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? All he saw was man, those are people. Yahuwah, those are your creations. Why would you destroy them? He got mad like no. Right? So as a poor man, you have to have the discernment. So when you praying out, when it takes out off out of your mouth to reach his, his ears, that judgment, when it comes speedily, you know that it was a righteous judgment. Right? Verse 6. He that hated to be reproved is in the way of sinners. So if you don't like to be uh, corrected, you don't like to be rebuked, you don't like to be uh, um, uh, put on the right way, you're forever in the way of a sinner, which means you are a sinner. You are a transgressor. But he that feareth Yahuwah will repent from his heart, not your mouth, not your lips, not your head and your, your mind or your heart are actually the same thing. But they will repent from from their hearts. Right. What the scriptures say with your mouth and your lips. You speak what? Uh, I can't even think right now. Where, where is it? I don't got time. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to hurry up, y'all. Give me a second. All right. Give me one second, y'all. Sorry about that. All right, my bad about that. It's actually... It's not that way, so it's it's actually 
It's Isaiah 29, 13. Wherefore, Yahuwah said, For as much as the people draw near with their mouth and with their lips, do honor me or esteem me, but have removed their hearts far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the precepts of man. Simply saying, with your mouth and with your lips, you say you worship me, you say you for me, but with your heart, your heart has been removed. You removed your heart far from me. And literally, the fear that you have of me is literally taught by man. So how you really supposed to fear me, you don't. How you really supposed to be obedient to me, you're not. How you really supposed to treat me and my people, you don't. Right? So that's why a lot of people, they, they in the truth and they say, oh, he'll forgive me, he'll forgive me. But will he really forgive you? Right? Who was that I talked to the other day? Um, he was like, well, you know, yeah, who will forgive me? I just, I just know, my brother. The fear that you have is a different fear. It's not real fear. Because if you feared Yahuwah the way that you're supposed to, you would not be sitting here saying, oh, he'll forgive me, he'll forgive me. You have to treat every moment as if tomorrow is the last day, the last time period, like judgment is, is here already. You have to treat every moment as if he said we got till next week and you need to get it together next week. You have to treat every moment and you have to give it in a manner how you treat everybody else. You love your friends, your mama, your daddy, your son, your daughter, your, 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 your co-workers and stuff. But then you say you love Yahuwah, but then you put everything and everybody else above Yahuwah. That's not love. Just because you called on his name don't mean you for him. Heck, Satan know his name. Don't forget, when they was in uh, Babylon the first time, uh, Nebuchadnezzar knew his name. He called on him. What are you saying? That has nothing to do with it. Alright, let's get back to this. Um, pen from his heart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Verse seven. We we might have to do a part two, and part two is gonna be a little shorter, so it's cool though. Um, an eloquent man is known far far and near, but a man of understanding knoweth when he slippeth. Right? To have understanding, see. Uh, a discerned man, a man that has understanding and knowledge, a man that seeks after Yahuwah, that man is not sitting around saying, oh, I'm perfect, I'm upright, I'm this, I'm that. Do not get it twisted. It is okay if you say, I seek Yahuwah. It is okay if you say, I'm trying to grow, right? Because you're growing. You don't have to say, I'm trying. Just say, I'm growing. Just say, I'm not the same man I was last year, right? But a man or a woman or a child or a, a, a heathen Gentile that has understanding, they will admit, man, I'm slipping. It's time for me to take a step back. I need to take a step back, right? 
Because if you sitting out here and you professing and claiming that you this, you that, and trust me, I've spoken to a bunch of men who have literally got mad at me because I want, I just want to talk to them and just have a conversation, or I want to explain to them the 613, or I just want to see where they really was at. And they, these are older gentlemen, by the way, as well as a, a lady one time who told me, uh, the the man, both of them told me, I'm a, I'm a G, I'm grown, 60, I'm 50, I'm, I'm 70, and I've been in this, and, and you can't tell me nothing i'm a boss you a young this and that and such and such and it's like man you speak of yahoo and you prideful you fading look like a punk you 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 what's the word woe unto you right because you out here claiming yahoo but you living you living wickedly and you claim oh i'm a king i'm this i'm that no you're not there's only one king and if you want to be honest, the only reason why he gave us kings back in the day was because he knew we was that uh, 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 stiff-hearted. We needed someone over us. Ain't that a shame? That's why he called us children, because we need someone over us. Ladies, men, we need someone over us. Well, guess what? This is the good news. Yahuwah says that he's over us. Yasharal. Let's keep going. Verse 8. He that buildeth his house with, with other men's money is like one that gathers himself stones for the tomb of his burial. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you might as well count your check. You use somebody else's money. That ain't your house, bro. You might as well go grab you some stones and just go build your tomb. The congregation of the wicked is like toe wrap, wrapped together. And the end of them is a flame of fire to destroy them. Simply saying, you're like, you're like food, bro. You wrapped together, getting ready to go into that pit. And the sad thing is, you know, it's better to go ahead and say it this way, right? Because a lot of people think that there's a such thing as a rapture. A rapture insinuates that even the wicked can make it into heaven, even in their wickedness. They don't have to repent. They don't have to change their ways. They don't have to stay where they at. They don't have to endure. They don't have to go through uh, adversities. What the pastor say, the pastor say, if you're going through something, then you must not be right. They say with G-O-D, right? You must not be right with Yahuwah. If you're going through this, you're going through that, something ain't right with you, right? But I'm pretty sure that that's not what Yahuwah said. Yahuwah actually told you if you're going through something, take it as cheer, right? Because did you know if you're going through something, Yahuwah says that those who he loves, he chastening, chastening, right? Uh, what does Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse, uh, I think it's 1, or is it verse 2? It says those who seek Yahuwah, no it says my son or my child, when you seek out Yahuwah, when you come seeking Yahuwah, prepare thy soul for temptation. The word temptation literally means adversity. <laughs> it means prepare your soul for a test, for a battle, for trials, tribulations. Prepare your soul for temptation because it's going to come whether you like it or not. And anyone who says, well, he does not this, he does not that, he don't love me, he don't this, he don't that. Well, you're not paying attention to the scriptures. You're only wanting to do this, you want to do that if you was, what the scriptures say, if they would have just stood in my counsel, right? Just stood in my counsel. 
I do believe that is Jeremiah chapter 23. Let's go see what that says. Jeremiah 23. Oh, my bad. 23. Let's go. Where are we at? Okay, let's go down a little bit. Hold on, I'm looking for it. I'm a, my bad, I guess I didn't have to pause it. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 18. For who has stood in the council of Yahuwah and has perceived and heard his word? Who has marked his word and heard it? I don't think that's the one I was looking for. But that's still, that's still, that's still, it, it works. Because the one I was looking for goes a little deeper. Just tell you, if you have stood in his counsel, then you wouldn't be erring from the way. You wouldn't be sitting out here talking about, oh, man, I don't know what to do. I don't this. No. Why are you sitting here being confused and worried and stressed and all this other stuff when literally Yahuwah literally tells you just to be still and listen and wait and be patient and endure? Verse 11, he that keepeth the law of Yahuwah getteth the understanding thereof. And the perfection of the fear of Yahuwah is discernment. He that is not discerned will not be taught. But there is a discern which multiplieth bitterness. Simply saying sometimes the discernment that you get is not the discernment that you should have got. And it actually multiplies the bitterness. <laughs> So that's why he tells you, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. He even tells you, be not wise or discern in your own eyes. That is the discernment which he is speaking of because it literally multiplies bitterness. hate. It multiplies the things that does not come from Yahuwah. I thought I was coming in here, but I'm not. What's that, verse 11 or verse 12? Verse 11. Nope. That's verse 12. So let's read that again. He that is not discerned will not be taught. So if you're not discerned, you won't be taught, right? Discernment literally gives you that understanding that I need to learn, right? But there is a discernment which multiplies bitterness. But if you're sitting up there talking about I'm discerned, I get it, I get it, and you're not willing to be taught, well, the bitterness, the hate, and everything that you're, you're experiencing it's actually credited because Yahuwah did say that he was going to let you over to a reprobate mind. He was going to send a strong delusion so that you could believe in a lie. He even told you in Romans chapter 1 that guess what? He was going to give you over, right? Verse 13, the knowledge of the discernment shall abound like a flood and his counsel is like a pure fountain of life. The inner parts of a fool are like a broken vessel, and he will hold no knowledge as long as he liveth. I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes when you learn stuff, you do have to. Um, what is um? Let's uh, let's go to um. Second Timothy, real quick, because I, I want to say this the right way. All right. So sometimes you do get excited when you learn, right? And when you learn. You get so excited to the point you just want to go out there and just just speak it to the world, right? But check this out. Study to show thyself approved unto Yahuwah, right? A workman that needed not to be ashamed, 
rightly dividing the word of truth. Simply saying, yes, you might get excited and it might you, you learn and you under you getting discerned, right? But you still you do the, the stuff you you what do you say? Uh, the inner parts of a fool are like a broken vessel, and he will hold no knowledge as long as he liveth. Right? So, my bad, I said discern, man. I'm so sorry about that. This is a fool. Because the knowledge of a fool, right? He holds not because, I mean, foolish things, right? You got to think about it. You have plenty of knowledge. You have plenty of things that you could do. That's why the scripture says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Why? Because I has rejected knowledge. And because you have no knowledge, guess what? It's not going to hold. You're not going to be able to retain it because guess why? You are a fool. You, in, you enjoy the things of the world. You enjoy the evil and wicked things. Verse 15, if a skillful man hear a discerned word, he will commend it and add unto it. But as soon as one of no understanding heareth, it displeaseth him and he casteth it behind his back. That sounds like a bunch of people I know. Not the skillful part, because um, um, actually, yes, my ak, my brother, um, every time we get on the phone, you know, we be saying stuff. And it's, it's funny because, you know, when you have discernment, when someone actually speaks and they have the understanding, right, they always add to it. You know, like you, you quote it from the scriptures and then when you see stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, such, such. But then, you, you know, you got people out here with no understanding at all when they hear what you're saying. They don't understand, and it's actually considered bitterness. They they are resenting you for that. So they cast it behind them, and it's like, oh, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't care. You ain't talking about nothing I want to talk about, right? Verse 16, the talking of a fool is like a burden in the way. But the esteem or the grace, the compassion shall be found in the lips of the discerned. So the talking of a fool is like a burden in the way. But the, uh, the compassion shall be found in the lips of the discerned. So, when a fool talks to a discerned man, it's like, ah, but then a discerned man can always make a fool sound, you know, I'm just saying. Verse 17, they inquire at the mouth of the discerned man in the congregation, and they shall ponder his words in their heart. What does it say? What does, and I, I just learned this. That's the crazy part. I just learned this. What does the word ponder mean, Right. When you ponder on something, you're literally meditating on it, right? You're literally thinking on it. It's in your heart, right? So when a discerned man speaks, you're pondering, you're meditating on his words. That's crazy. As is as as is a house that is destroyed, so is a discern so is discern to a fool. So to a fool, discernment is like destruction. And the knowledge of the unwise is as talk without sense. So the knowledge of a of a unwise person when they talk is like, wait, what? Right? We all have common sense, literally. We was born with common sense. Even as a baby, as a newborn, if a newborn feels something high, they see it, they're not gonna touch it again, even though they want to. And if they do touch it again, it's not because they want to, it's just because the attention span is bad. But they still got common sense. So, verse 19, doctrine unto fools is as fetters on the feet, and like mansels on the right hand. Verse 20, a fool lifted up his voice 
with laughter. But a discerning man do a scarce smile a little. Simply saying, why you laughing? I'm just smirking. I'm just smiling. 21. Learning is unto a discerning man as an ornament of gold. And like a bracelet unto his right arm. Simply saying, learning to a discerned man is like fine jewelry. Right? I want to wear it. I want to always keep it on. I'm going to put it around my neck. I'm going to put it on my fingers. I'm going to put it in my hand. And I'm going to put it around my right arm. Because it's like gold to me. It's that precious. Verse 22. A foolish man's foot is soon in his neighbor's house. <laughs> but a man of experience is ashamed of him. All right, let's finish this. A foolish man's foot is soon in his neighbor's house, house, but a man of experience is ashamed of him. Simply saying, a foolish man, you, you better watch him, <laughs> right? But a experience, but a man of experience is ashamed of him. So that man of experience is like, nah, bro, you gotta go. <laughs> you got, you gotta go, man. Verse twenty-three: A fool will peep in at the door into the house. But he that is well-natured will stand without. Mm. It is the rudeness of a man to hearken at the door, but a wise man will be grieved with the disgrace. Y'all heard that? The lips of a talk of talkers, I need to hear you up, will be telling such things as per pertain not unto them. But the words of such as have understanding are weighed in the balance. The heart of, a f of fools is in the mouth. But the mouth of the discern is in the heart. When the unrighteous curses Satan, he curses his own son. <laughs> Yo, do y'all not catch this? So when the unrighteous curseth Satan, he curseth his own soul. So he basically cursing his master. Right? <laughs> I think that's amazing. <clears throat> Let's read that one more time. Well, not one more time. Let's read that. Uh, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Come on, phone. Sorry, y'all. So did y'all hear that? When the unrighteous curses Satan, he curses his own soul. Verse 28. That, that's funny. <laughs> and a whisper defileth his own soul and is hated wheresoever he dwelleth. Man. All right. We're going to go ahead and start part two. I'm going to go ahead and end this real quick. Um. Man, y'all stay tuned. We're going to go right over into it. We got 22 and 23. We might read 24 too, depending on how long they are, which I've already read them. But we're going to get into them. I'm trying to think of what I'm about to call. Oh, yeah, I know what I'm about to call. I'm tripping. All right. All right, Shalom. Once again, y'all, this is Mr. Yashara Yahuda Brian. Um, all right, now, this is part two. Part two, we're going to do Ecclesiastes chapter 22 and 23. Now, if you enjoyed, uh, which I think what I might do is start a series of Ecclesiasticus. So starting at chapter one and coming through. Um, so if you enjoyed that, that other one, it's um, very much, um, what's the word? Hold on. 
So let's go ahead and knock this out real quick because I think a lot of people are going to enjoy, especially you husbands, enjoy uh, chapter 23 the most. <clears throat> All right. We got enough time. We might do 24 too. <laughs> All right. So verse one, a slothful man is compared to a filthy stone and everyone will hiss him out of his disgrace. Wow. Verse 2. A slothful man is compared to the filth of a dunghill. Every man that taketh it up shall shake his hand. Will shake his hand. That's crazy because a slothful. What a slothful? It means you're lazy, right? You're, 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 you're nothing, right? You're compared to as, as nothing, right? Watch this. An evil-natured man is the dishonor of his father that begot him. And a fool, foolish daughter is born to his loss. Simply saying, if his son is disgraced, right? So when he born that daughter, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> hey. You know, a son is literally for a legacy. I mean, your daughter, you basically marry her off. She belongs to another. Either way it go. Verse 4, a discerned daughter shall bring an inheritance to her husband, but she that liveth dishonestly is her father's heaviness. She that is bold dishonoreth both her father and her husband, but they both shall despise her. A tale out of, a, out of season is a music season is as music in, in, in mourning. But the stripes of correction of the discern are never out of time. Whoso teacheth a fool is as one that glueth a portrait together, portraits together. And as he that walk, waketh one from a sound sleep, he that telleth a tale to a fool speaketh to one in, slum, in a slumber. When he hath told his tale, he will say, what is the matter? If children live honestly and have wherewithal, they shall cover the ba the baseness of their parents. That's crazy. Children have to live honest too, right? See, and that's the that's the biggest thing in the world we live in today. Everybody is so gung ho on saying they children. You're not supposed to say this. You're not supposed to do this. Uh, let them have fun. Let them do this. Let them do that. They children. And by no means, if any parent, anyone who is in that mind frame can honestly say that they love their children, you're a damn lie. And I'm sorry to say that, but you are a lie. Because anyone who truly loves their children, they're doing whatever it takes to make sure their children, not only in this life, but they, I mean, they, they still have to live another life, right? They have, you have a life to live with Yahuwah. If Yahuwah was to say, if he was to blow them trumpets right now, and he was to elect to bring judgment right now, how many of us can really say that our children would make it? Yeah, you might make it. That's a big ass might. And I'm sorry to say, but I'm sorry, but that's a big might. But at the end of the day, are you so selfish to the point to where you only care about your salvation or your destruction that your children does not matter to you. Is that is that how things are? 
So listen to this once again. If a children live honestly and have wherewithal, they shall cover the basin baseness of their parents. So an honest child literally covers. Let's let, hold on, I ain't even gonna lie to you. Watch let, let's 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 go back to this. Y'all know. Let's see what this word means. We know what it means, baseness, right? The base, right? They shall cover the base. But let's go ahead and, and, and make sure that this word is what this word says. Let's make sure we're not dumb. Let's pretend like we're dumb and we're going to we're going to literally look this word up. So baseness. Lack of moral principle. Bad character. Oh. So if a child if children live honestly, he have with all, they shall cover the 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 go back. Alright. They shall cover the lack of moral principle and bad character of their parents. So an honest child, literally, and this is something I teach my son, and once my little girl get older, this is something I teach them. Other parents and other grown-ups try to teach children like they just, like they have no purpose, they are nothing, right? Just be a child, just be a child. But didn't I Yahuwah use a child when he used Ezekiel? Jeremiah? Daniel? Were these not children? Oh, but they was up in eight. Man, was not Moses three years old when he done something that was more, more, more discerned than any grown up? So when it comes to children, age has nothing to do with it. Because I'm sorry, Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed and had plenty of babies, plenty of children. On the flood account, the world in the beginning, before the flood account, was plenty of children. Sorry, they got destroyed. Yasharal, do you know that they used our children in building the pyramids? There are babies in the pyramids. When we came into this wicked land of the Americas, and I ain't just talking about the United States, because if you go back and do your history, heck yeah, Mexico did us wrong too. So all these lands, they used our children for bait and for everything else. So do you really believe that your child can only be a child? Children have purpose. So they can cover up your lack of moral, moral uh, principle. Verse 10. But children being naughty through disdain and want of na nature do stain the nobility of their kindred. Wow. Boy, y'all, boy, y'all better get it together. Children, you have to make sure children are brought up correctly. Um, black children have it worse in the life we live in today because of the simple fact of so many households are being split up. So many households are being broken because um, it's really um, the scriptures tell us to endure. The scriptures tell us to, to be a certain way. We're supposed to seek out Yahuwah, right? There's people out there in the world who come into the truth or they out there in the world and they 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 give up. Let me step outside real quick. Because I don't want somebody to get mad at me.
So there are people, right? Black households are broken up every day because the wife gives up, the husband gives up. Because before we came into the truth, life was so bad. And when we first came into the truth, things did not look right, right? Because when you was in the truth, you didn't, I mean, when you was in the world, you didn't belong to the world, right? So, yes, things were bad. The man that you was with or the woman you was with, they didn't have what you had. So it was not what you wanted. So because of that, you judged them. You gave up on them and say that you love them at any point in time. That's a damn lie. When you came into the truth, you had the knowledge. So you gave up coming into the truth. That means you was weak before you came in. That means your love for that person was never true. Which means when you gave up, do you really believe that Yahoo is going to fight for you when you fainted? Yahoo is not going to fight for you. He's not going to protect you. He's not going to be there until you guess what? You have to ask for his strength and you have to fight that long fight. You have to endure. You have to literally put yourself out there in humiliation and you need to call on Yahoo to fix it. Stop letting these children, black children, grow up in broken homes. All because you saw something in the world that you wanted. Or you did me dirty for this long and this long. Actually, did you know it's supposed to be 10 years before you can actually give up? 10. Yes, 10. After 10 years, if the person ain't changed, you can do what you buy. But 10 years. 10. If you can't make it to 10, do you really believe that Yahoo is going to come on now? Get it together. Verse 11, weep for the dead, for he hath lost the light. And weep for, for the fool, for he wanted understanding. Make little weeping for the dead, for he is at rest. But the life of a fool is worse than death. Man. So it's... it's, it's it's crucial for a fool. It's crucial for a fool. Verse 12. Seven days do men mourn for him that is dead. But for a fool and an unrighteous man all the days of his life. So, <laughs> so for a fool, men are basically like, oh, man, poor that fool. Poor him. Right? Verse 13. Talk not much. With a fool, and go not to him that hath no understanding. Beware of him, lest thou have trouble, and thou shalt never be defiled with his fooleries. Depart from him, and thou shalt find rest, and never be dis dis disquisited with madness. What is heavier than lead, and what is the name thereof but a fool? <laughs> Sand and salt and a mass of iron. It's easier to bear than the man without understanding. Boy, do y'all did y'all hear that? So it is better for you to bear sand and salt and a mass of lead than it is to bear. I mean, than a man with, with without understanding. So you can sit up there and carry weight and all this all day, but that man with with no understanding, it's like, oh man, Woo. man, I give up. <laughs> I gotta break that. Verse sixteen, as timber girt. And bound together in a building, in a building cannot be loosed with shaking. So the heart that is, my bad. So the heart that is established, 
Established by the at 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 my bad my, my, my eyes tripped out on me. Advised counsel shall fear at no time. So let's start that over. A timber girt and bound together in a building cannot be loosed with shaking. So the heart that is established by advice, advised counsel shall fear at no time. Simply saying, you know, when you put timber, right, good, and, and you put it together, you bound it together and everything, no matter how much you shake this timber, right, think about a, a, a log cabin. When you put that log cabin together the correct way and you put the right uh, ingredients like I guess you could say mud or mirth or something like that together with this log cabin. It don't matter how much you shake this cabin or this timber, it's not going to move, right? You put it together, it's, 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 it's like if you were to put some concrete together, it's not moving, right? So a man, so the heart that established, right? To have established heart, right? Literally means that you fear at no time. Only one that you're fearing is who? Yahuwah. Verse 17, a heart settleth. Set it, settle it upon a thought of understanding is as is as fair pl uh, plaster. I can't even talk, y'all. Plastering on the wall of a of a gallery. So a heart settled upon thought of thought of understanding is as fair plastering 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 on a wall of a gallery. So simply saying. It's 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 plain, right? It's 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 understood. It's there, right? There's no I have to do this. I have to do this. No, it it's there, right? Plaster on a wall or even a painting. It's there, right? Plaster on a wall is is literally like I can't even explain it. Like y'all know what I'm saying. I hope palace set on a on a high place will never stand. Will never stand against the wind. So a fearful heart. So a fearful, fearful heart, and the imagination of a fool cannot stand against any fear. Let me read that over. I'm sorry. Let me read that over. Yahuwah, I rebuke it. The impure spirit of uh, slow to speech. Your spirit of um, drowsy eyes. All right, so um, let's try this again. Let's read that again. Palace set on on a high place will never stand against the wind. So a fearful heart in the imagination of a fool cannot stand against any fear. Oh, so simply saying, <clears throat> when a fool with a fearful heart, when fear comes, right? When things come that that puts them in a situation to where they're worried, they're fearful, right? They can't stand. They break down. They fall. They fold. They faint. They gone, right? He that pricketh the eye will make tears to fall, and he that pricketh the heart maketh it to show her knowledge. Whoso casteth a stone uh, 
Whoso cast that they stone at the birds, frieth them away, frayeth them away. And he that abrideth his friend breaketh friendship. Though he drew he draweth a sword at thy friend, yet despair not, for there may be a returning to favor. Wow. If thou hast opened thy mouth against thy friend, fear not. For there may be a reconciliation, except for an unbriding or pride or disclosing of secrets or a treacherous wound. For for these things, every, every friend will depart. Ain't that true? Too bad, ma'am. I, I guess I guess back in the day I didn't have true friends then because <laughs> they just departed. <laughs> I wasn't doing what they wanted to do. I wasn't in the world like they was. I wasn't going clubbing and drinking and 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 someone was being homosexual homosexual i wasn't trying to do all that stuff man so they they went they went away from me so that's cool but i got friends today though uh they not friends they family you know um people i've met over over the over the time all right be faithful to thy neighbor in his poverty, that thou mayest rejoice in his prosperity. Abide steadfast unto him in the time of his trouble, that thou mayest be heir with him in, the, in his heritage. For a mean estate is not always to be contemned, uh, con nor the rich that is foolish to be had in admiration. As the vapor and the smoke of a furnace goeth before the fire, so revealing uh, before blood, so reveling, reviling before blood. I will not be ashamed to defend a friend, neither will I hide myself from him. That's actually a good one. Why would you be afraid, afraid to defend a friend? Verse 26, and if any evil happen unto me by him, everyone that heareth it will be aware of him. Wow. Wow. Hey, a friend could be also, um, y'all got to watch that word, friend, because a friend, not just uh, your spouse should be your friend, your, your brother should be your friend. So you got to watch that word. Verse 27, who shall set a watch before my mouth and a seal of discernment upon my lips that I fall not suddenly by them and that and that my tongue destroy me not. Verse 20, I mean, chapter 23. Oh, Yahuwah, Abba. Father and governor of all my whole life, leave me not to their counsel and let me not fall by them. Yahuwah, that is my that is my prayer, period. Don't let me fall by the hand. Don't let me be ashamed by anybody. I don't care if it's mama, daddy. Well, my parents are dead. I don't care if it's grandma. I don't care if it's brother. I don't care if it's wife. I don't care if it's son. Don't let me be ashamed by none of them. In reality, Yahuwah, those who come against us or me, I ask that you recompense them. Everything that they put, they, they tried to do unto me. Verse 2, who will set scourges over my thoughts and the discipline of discernment over mine heart? That they spare me not for mine ignorance, and it pass not by my sins. That's crazy. Verse 3, least mine ignorance increase, and my sins abound to do my destruction, and I fall before mine adverse adversaries, and mine enemies rejoice over me, whose hope is, is far from the, thy compassion. Didn't David say the same thing? Let them not, for they will what? Rejoice over me, right? Verse 4, O Yahuwah, Father, or Abba, 
and all lua of my life, my kaya. Give me not a proud look, but turn away from thy servant. Oh, my bad. But turn away from thy servants always a haughty mind. So these are things you pray on, right? Take this haughty mind of mine and turn me away from it. I rebuke it, right? You can rebuke these things off of you. Don't sit back and just let things consume you because at the end of the day, seeking Yahuwah, you have to know that things go on. And if you're not willing to do what you're supposed to do, uh, and that's including, check this out. So, you know, I was trying to figure out myself, like, man, Brian, what, what's going on, man? Why are you doing this? Why are you feeling this way? Why this? Why that? Right. And sometimes you have to search out. You have to ask Yahuwah. To literally show you yourself. You have to ask Yahuwah to help you. You got to ask Yahuwah. You know like reveal. Reveal it to me. Because if you think. And that's why, that's why the scripture said earlier. To confess your faults. Because when you confess these things. You're literally humbling yourself. And you're letting Yahuwah know. Like man look. I, I don't want to be a mess up. I can't be a mess up. I done found you. And because I found you. I have to go harder. For you. Right. Everybody thinking that life is going to go on. Oh, it's going on this and this and this and this. And it's like, do you not know even if life goes on for our lifetime, right? There's going to come a day for judgment. And are you really, 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 are you really willing to risk your salvation just to have pleasure in this life? Because if you are, I hope you don't have children. Because if you do, you are sick. Verse five, turn away from me, turn away from me, vain hopes and conspicuance, con, yeah, and thou shalt hold him up that is desirous always to serve thee, desirous, desirous, desire, desirous, always to serve thee. Let not the greediness of thy belly nor the lust of the flesh take hold of me and give not give not over me thy servant into into an impudent mind that word impudent man i looked this up earlier because it was it was um i don't know if it was in this in this chapter or if it was in another chapter but give me not over into an impudent mind let's see what that word impudent To impudent. <laughs> mm, I hate when they do that. Okay, so basically he said, um, let not the greediness of my belly nor lust of my flesh take hold of me 
and give not me, give not over, or give me not over thy servant into a impudent mind, to a to a dis, disregard, to a cocky, a bold, a lack of modesty, a uh, uh, to basically a mind of pridefulness. Um, Shameless, right? Don't give me to this type of mind. Verse 7. Hear, O, o ye children, the discipline of the mouth. He that keepeth it shall never be taken in his lips. The sinner shall be left in his foolishness. Both the evil speaker and the proud shall fall there, thereby. Accustom not thy mouth. To swearing, neither use thyself to the naming of the Kodesh one. For as a servant that is continually beating, beaten shall not be without a blue mark, so he that sweareth and nameth Yahuwah continually shall not be faultless. Mm. A man that useth much swearing shall be filled with iniquity, and the plague shall never depart from his house. If he shall offend, his sin shall be upon him. And if he and, and if he acknowledge not his sin, he maketh a double offense. And if he swear in vain, he shall not be innocent, but his house shall be full of calamity. Therefore is a word that is clothed about with death. Yahuwah grant that it be not found in the heritage of, of Yaakov. For all such things shall be far from the righteous, and they shall not wallow in their sins. Use not thy mouth to intemperate swearing, for therein is the word of sin. Remember thy father and thy mother when thou sittest among great men. Be not forgetful before them, and so thou be thy custom become a fool. And wish that thou hadst not been born and cursed the day of thy na nat nativity. Wow. The man that is accustomed to opprobrious word will never be reformed all the days of his life. <laughs> Two sorts of men multiply sin, and the third will bring wrath. A hot mind is as burning fire. It will never be quenched till it be consumed. A fornicator, a fornicator in, in the body of his flesh will never cease till he, till he hath kindled a fire. All bread is sweet to a whoremonger. He will not leave off till he die. A man that breaketh wedlock saying thus in his heart, Who seeth me? I am compassed about with darkness. The walls cover me, and nobody seeth me. What need I to fear? The Most High, Yahuwah, will not remember my sins. Wow. Such a man only feareth the eyes of men, and, and, not, and knowledge, that, knowledge not that the eyes of Yahuwah are ten thousand times brighter than the sun, beholding all the ways of men, and considering the most secret parts. Man, y'all hear this? He knew all things era every uh, forever they were created. I think that's even before the 
it's a mistype of what's the name. Also, my bad. So also, after they were per perfected, he looked upon them all. Simply said, Yahuwah did not make a mistake. Right? If he created it, it was perfection. He did it on purpose. If he sent you somewhere, he did it on purpose. If he put you together, he put you together on purpose. He did not make a mistake. He does not make mistakes. It's on you to accept or whatever. 21. This man shall be punished in the streets of the city. And where he suspected not, he shall be taken. This shall it go also with the wife that leaveth her husband and bringeth in an heir by another. Boy, that right there. You know how many wives leave their husband? But hold on. Do you know how many wives leave their husbands and go get pregnant by another while they're still married to their husband? And even if they're divorced by their husband, do you not know that that's still adultery? But watch what they say, because technically you're still married. If y'all didn't know that. Verse 23. For first, watch this. She has dis disobeyed the law of the Most High Yahuwah. Right? What was the first thing it said? Right? With the wife that leaveth her husband. That was the first thing. She, that's the first thing, right? So first, she has disobeyed the law of the Most High Yahuwah. Secondly, she has trespassed against her own husband. And third, she has played the whore in adultery and brought children by another man. She shall be brought out in the congregation and inquisitioned and her and inquisitions. Shall be made of her child. Which means that child will not live. This is how it's supposed to be. This is. You know a lot of people say that was biblical days. That's biblical. You're literally living in biblical days. No matter how. Where you go. No matter how you look at it. You're in biblical times. And why do I say that? Because biblical times. Literally speak about now. So if those are biblical times. Right. So does that mean either. We're in biblical times or you done fell so far to the part to where you believe that everything you're doing is correct and that Yahuwah is going to forgive you when he literally tells you about what's to come. That literally means 2020 is literally, literally biblical times. So this is still biblical times, right? Watch this. Verse 25. Her children shall not take root, right? So when this woman brings children from another man, wow, dang, ain't up. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Her children shall not take root, and her branches shall bring forth no fruit. When it say her children shall not take root, that means they're going to be killed. Right? 26. Watch this. She shall leave her memory to be cursed, and her reproach shall not be blotted, shall not be blotted out. Hmm. And they that remain shall know that the that there is nothing better than the fear of Yahuwah, and that there is nothing sweeter than to take heed unto the commandments of Yahuwah. It is a great esteem to follow Yahuwah, and it is and and, and to be re received of him is long life. So now we learning that and this this is something that honestly I think uh, a lot of people don't really pay attention to. But yes, you have the 613 laws, that's the commandments, right? But there was laws that Yahuwah get, had given 
and that that had give, been given. And these were not written down laws. These were just laws that were known. Right. And the crazy thing is. Everyone has forgotten those laws. So I guess you could call them the unspoken. Right. But the unspoken laws are the laws that literally they go against you. Right. And you say, well, how can they go against me if I didn't know them? Because literally, instead of you searching out the matter, right? Instead of you studying to show thyself approved unto Yahuwah and, and, and literally rightly dividing the word of truth. Instead of you, uh, 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 Proverbs 25, 2, um, it is the steam of Yahuwah to conceal a thing, but it is the steam of kings or royalty or, or believers, followers, whatever y'all want to say, to search out a matter, right? Matter in Yahudith means word, right? Let me see if I can find this. Trying to say, um, I, th I know it's Romans. I do believe it might be Romans chapter one. Let's check this out. I, th I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't. Did I? Oh, let's see. Cause this is something. Um, this is something that when I read this, I was like, "Dang, bro." People be tripping. People don't. People don't. And it, it, and that's the sad part. It's not people don't know. It's people don't care, man. People just don't care. And that's the sad part because if they, if people was to care, oh man, I went to the wrong thing. If people was to care like they claim that they did, then you would see a whole bunch more, man. I got plenty of time, so I'm not really rushing it right now. Let's see. Uh, let's try Romans chapter one. And actually, if y'all did not know, Romans chapter one, right? If y'all don't, it, it, Romans chapter one speaks so much about today's time. And yes, don't get it twisted. Um, which I have to, I have to go on and clarify myself. Um, I don't agree with everybody putting Paul on a pedestal. I don't agree with everybody constantly quoting Paul. Paul this. Paul said this. Paul said that. Right? Because at the end of the day, it literally, scriptures literally tell us, lean not on your own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge Yahuwah. But steady, everyone is acknowledging Paul. Right? Don't get it twisted. I speak a lot about David and Moses and everything like that. But I only speak about them to show you the magnificent, marvelous works of Yahuwah. Right? Watch what this say. Romans chapter one, verse 20. And if you actually read the rest of Romans chapter one, uh, Romans chapter one, literally, this is the uh, um, this is the one where Yahuwah literally told us he gave us over to a reprobate mind. Right. That means men would be with men. Women would be with women. Um, Y'all might want to go look at the word. Y'all got to go look at all that, man. Y'all definitely have to look at that. But watch this. Romans chapter one, verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. 
What what do you mean? The invisible things, right? I'm sorry, but do you really believe that the earth, which is a flat surface, was created by something you can see? Now, if he wanted you to see him, he could, right? But Yahuwah works in a spiritual form, which means he's invisible to the naked eye, which means you cannot see him. But everything he does and that he has done and that he will do is literally forever in your sight. You walk outside, you see the grass. Guess what? Who did that? It's invisible spirits. Yahuwah created the spirits. He created the grass. He created this. He created everything in existence. Right? Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and supernatural super, super nature, so that they are without excuse. He literally told us that we have no excuse. No one has an excuse. No one. Because that when they knew Yahuwah, they esteemed him not as all Lord, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be discerned, they became fools and changed the esteem of the uncorruptible Allua into an image made like the corruptible man. Wow. Do y'all not see that? What do Christians do? What did the Catholics do? What did all these people do? They made images, right? And they said, oh, this is such and such and such and such, right? Do y'all not see that? Is this not biblical times? My bad, uh, 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 corruptible, corruptible men. And to birds and to four-footed beasts and creeping things. What do people do? What did the Egyptians do, which our people doing today? They worshipped animals. Cats and birds and eagles and, 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 and all this other stuff, right? Wherefore, Yahuwah also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own heart to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Do you think this is talking about man and woman or woman and man? Nope. Watch this. Who changed the truth of Yahuwah into a lie? You did. Yahuwah, I'm sorry. Everybody want to say, oh, the heathens did this and Satan did this. No, you did. You changed his truth into a lie by leaning on your own understanding and by being this, by, by, by falling after your wicked heart, trying to be like the rest of the people of the world. You changed his truth into a lie. You did. Nobody else. You did. My bad. Who changed the truth of Yahuwah into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator? Hold on. But that does sound like you cannot serve two. You can't serve two masters. I'm sorry. You cannot do it. That's just not how things go. Watch this. Who worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is Barak forever. So you worship a creation over the creator, which the creator is Barak forever. You're sad. 26. For this cause, Yahuwah gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which goes against nature. Do you really believe? I got you. Check this out. That's not only speaking about homosexuality. You do know that, right? A lot of people, a lot of people think that when a woman changes her nature, it's just talking about her going against. Oh, she's a lesbian. No. What was the natural use of a woman? Right? What were women created for? Her nature, her purpose. Right? She changed that. That which goes against nature. 
Verse 27. Watch this. Here you go, men. Don't act like I'm not going to get to you next. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. And I'm going to have to get a little explicit on this. What do you really think it means, the natural use of a woman? Right? Because a woman is supposed to be caring, sympathetic, empathetic. She's supposed to be compassionate, passionate. She's supposed to be intimate, compassionate. She's supposed to have conversation. She's supposed to be this backbone. She's supposed to be your rib. She's supposed to be your heart. She's supposed to be the reasoning when things are going a certain way. Right? And then on the sexual part, she was literally created and has parts that you don't have because she's literally the natural use. Right? Burn in their lust one torch another. Men with men. And I want y'all to pay attention. Men with men. So you mean to tell me this is not today? So are we not living in biblical times? So why is everybody saying this is 2020? We don't live in biblical times. But does not the New the New Testament and even the Apocrypha tell us that the Torah is forever? It does not go away. So when someone says this is 2020 and we, we don't do what they did, you're literally telling Yahuwah that, hey, um, you know, we live in a new time. So I don't have to do what you told me to do. I'm going to do what I want to do, and you'll forgive me anyways. But does that not sound like you was taught by men how to fear? Wow. Keep going. Burn in lust one towards another, men with men, working that which is unseemly. Wow. And receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain Yahuwah in their knowledge. Yahuwah gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which were not covenant. Did y'all hear that? He gave them over to a reprobate mind. My bad, my bad. Where we at? Yeah, yeah. To a reprobate mind to do things, those things which are not covenant. So when you step outside and you do the things you want to do because you don't want to be... Uh, patient, you know, you don't want to endure anymore. Remember, you got 10 years, you don't want to endure anymore. You don't want to do this, you don't want to do that, right? So, you step outside the covenant. Do you, you, you do know Yahuwah just told you what he did? He gave you over into a reprobate mind, right? He gave you over to a reprobate mind. Let's let, watch this, watch this, y'all. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11. And watch what this say. I'm actually, I'm, I, I guess I'm going to just read from one. We on verse 11 though. But I'm going to start at one. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our sovereign, Yahushua Hamashiach, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither be by spirit, nor by word. Nor by letter as form of use. Once again, what does that sound like? Does that not sound like today? Sorry, biblical times. As that the day of Hamashiach is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except 
there come a falling away first. Do you not catch what they're saying? There's going to be people that are going to say bye-bye. They're going to faint. They're going to give up. They're going to do a bunch. And all they're going to say is, yeah, who is going to forgive me? No, he's not. He's not. Because he literally tells you that he's not. Because he commanded you to repent and turn away from that wickedness. Right? Uh, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day um, cometh falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of uh, perdition. Who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called Alua, or that is that is worshipped, so that he, as the most um, the the Almighty, sitteth in the temple of Alua, showing himself that he is Alua. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Remember ye not. That when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Yahushua said that he told you. This is what's going to happen. Right? Everybody looking around like, oh man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yahushua told you. And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the, myster the mystery of iniquity doeth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the, out of the way. So Yahuwah said, I'm gonna let I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let him do what he do. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom Yahusha shall consume with the ruach of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Who is Yahusha? Right? Did not they tell us, did not the scripture say that Yahusha was the word made in flesh? But did not John uh say that um in the beginning was the word and the word was with yahuwah hold up and the word was yahuwah and the word was was yahuwah but ain't yahusha the word made in flesh i'm just saying don't get mad at me i'm just saying even him after the working of hashatan with all power and signs and lying wonders simply saying Yahusha is coming after all of this wickedness. Satan is going to show you signs and wonders. He's going to tell you and let other people tell you things. And he's going to show you things, right? And guess what? Yahusha said, be not deceived, right? Verse 10. And with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth. What does that sound, sound like? Uh, he that turneth his ear away from hearing the law, which is the truth, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Hold up. Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee from being priest unto me. So, the people perish because they receive not the love of the truth because they rejected it. Because they turned their ear from it. So they perished, right? And they still perishing. That they might be saved, right? Watch this. Now this is this is the key one. Verse 11. And for this cause, Yahuwah shall send them strong delusion that they shall believe in a what? A lie. Did not, did not um, Ecclesiastes just speak about a man with that speaks lies? Didn't he not just say that a uh, uh, a thief is better than a man that tells lies, but both have no profit. 
So you're listening and you're believing in a lie. So is that not sign enough for you to what does uh, Acts 17 30 say in times of ignorance? Yahuwah wink, but command all men now to what? Repent. So repentance is a commandment and you're not com you're not repenting. You're not turning away. You're doing what you want to do. So literally. What did Romans chapter one, verse 20 say? You had no excuse. So when you perish, when you die, when you burn, when you you had no excuse. James 4, 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not the friendship of the world is enmity with Yahuwah. Who chooses to be, uh, therefore, who chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of Yahuwah. John 15, 19. If you was of the world, then the world would love his own. Because you're not of the world, because I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Hold up, I'm not done. What is that? First John. Let's go to first John. Chapter 4, verse 4, which I finna, um, I got another lesson, which is go speak about the world and, and really just to try to wake people up, right? Verse 4, ye are of Yahuwah, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. So... Literally, if you are weak, if you have no strength to, to fight on, right? Remember this. You are a child of Yahuwah. And Yahuwah literally says that he has already given you the victory. You just have to endure. You just have to be patient. You just have to wait. You just have to keep going, right? So if... He's already given you the victory, but you gave up. What are you to say? What is he to say when you say, I thought you were going to forgive me or you was going to let this go or you weren't going to do this? He literally, you can't blame him when he say, but I, I gave you the victory and you gave up. I gave you the victory and you fainted. I gave you the victory in your hands and you turned away from me. You started speaking lies. You started listening to everything and everybody else instead of the listening to the truth that literally comes out of the scriptures. And for that, I gave you over to what I told you I was going to give you over to. So when you perish, when I dig that hole and I bring my elect and I put them on a land that's going to be righteous and I let the world go to hell, you're going to be a part of that. Because I told you to repent. I told you to turn away. I told you. I gave you steps. And and literally, he gives us steps, y'all. Think on the things that are just, pure, righteous, truthful, honest, good report. Right? Yahushua even said when adversity comes, take cheer. You got people that's turning to witchcraft. You got husbands that's leaving wives, wives leaving husbands. You got children that are literally telling parents, I have nothing to do with you. But did not Yahushua say he come to divide the house? But why would he divide a righteous house though, right? 
because it's not righteous. Because when you should have been getting your stuff together, which is not too late, you rather sit there and let it go to hell. And then you think that Yahoo is going to favor you. People, it's time to wake up. It's time to come out of that. The scriptures literally tell us to seek him out ten times more and sitting back and saying stuff that literally has nothing to do with the father is not. Yes. I try to explain to people Yahuwah speaks to us different. But at the same time, he speaks to us the same way. The signs you look for are not the signs he's going to give. When you tell him to come, he's not going to come on your time. Now, when you gave up or when you give up and you was praying for him, do you really believe that he's going to give you what you say that you deserve? But how do you deserve something? That's prideful. That's you literally telling Yahuwah, I deserve something. We deserve nothing but death. Matter of fact, we don't even, death is a, is a good thing. We deserve to completely be blotted out and out of existence and out of remembrance. That's what we deserve. That's all we deserve. But then you say, well, he didn't do this. this, this okay. What did you do? Are you literally putting your 10 cents in? Are you going 100% in this? Or are you so mad that everybody else is doing good and you're not? Are you so mad that, oh, this happened, this happened? What about, what are you doing to Yahuwah? When are you going to stand, put up a standard? Uh, my brother, Yarm Yahoo, say this all the time. Set a standard and fight. When are you going to tell Yahuwah, look. I'm tired of doing things on my own. It's time for me to give it to you. That's how you show Yahuwah. Study to show yourself approved. Because y'all listen. Y'all got to rightly divide this the truth. What do you think Proverbs 25 2 was saying? What do you think Timothy, 2 Timothy 2 15 saying? What do you think that uh, Hosea 4.6 is saying? They are constantly telling you that you have to literally go into these scriptures and you have to fight. And you have to battle and study and search and you have to look. Because if you don't look at any point, any time, you can be deceived. And the funny thing is, sometimes you're deceived not because somebody's deceiving you. You're deceived because you took a discerned person who's seeking or someone who's in the scriptures and you were so bitter against them that you took their words as a lie. I did one time. Don't get it twisted. I confess my faults and I'm sorry. But you were so bitter to the point to where Yahuwah sent somebody or he sent people. Right in the truth, not out there in the world, because the people in the world can't help you. But he sent someone in the truth to help you, and you literally turned your back. So what does that mean to your prayers? You're praying and they're not being heard. But instead of you saying, oh, I need to repent and get on my stuff, you say, well, if they're not being heard, then forget it. I'm damned anyways. How righteous are you? How, how much do you deserve to have anything? Y'all got to get it together. We have to get it together. Because there's days that I, I I stumble too. Don't get it twisted. There's no one perfect. We stumble. 
But it's on you to choose Yahuwah or choose Satan. No man can serve two masters. When you don't choose Yahuwah, when you sit back and you say, well, I'm not this, I'm not that. Who do you believe you're choosing? Because it's not Yahuwah. Because if you chose Yahuwah, things would be a lot better. But they're not. So sorry. With that being said, I hope y'all take this um, as edification and not as an attack. I hope y'all take this as... Iron sharpen iron and not as oh he think he's this he think he's that just read the scriptures man that's it just read the scriptures once again I am still asking for donations like I said this is something I want to do full time I love speaking the word of Yahuwah I love when Yahuwah speaks to me I love when Yahuwah speak to me this is what I love y'all I don't do ministry out there in the church because I don't believe in somebody paying me to, to, to speak the word. I don't believe you can buy your way in salvation. That's why I ask for donations. If you want to give, you give. I just ask that we make a, a, a vow on something. Six months. Something like that. Three to six months. You don't like what I'm saying? After three months, after six months, you can bye-bye. But please. Let me be able to speak this word to y'all because I love speaking it and I love being able to help my people as well as you Gentiles and heathens. Because from what I've been learning and reading, y'all have a chance too. Y'all just got to get with it. Turn away from the wickedness of your ancestors, your forefathers, and literally salvation is there. So in the name of Yahuwah, name of Yahusha. And for Yahuwah's name's sake, this is Mr. Yashra Yahuwah the Brian. Yahuwah, if I've spoken false of any kind, please don't punish me. Just help me so I can re-speak it the correct way. So be it, let it be. Shalom once again. I told y'all, Anchor, I'm trying to get this together. Um, this is Mr. Yashra Yahuwah the Brian once again. We just done Psalms 32 and 118. I'm going to back that up and backdoor it with Psalms 113 and Psalms 117. The reason I'm doing this one is because I want to express and let everyone know what praise actually does. What praise in the name of Yahuwah actually brings to the table. I understand in religion they have y'all thinking that this and this. But calling on the true name of the Father which is Yahuwah. There is so much benefit, so much reward. And that's the part. You're not even doing this for the reward. You're doing it just to be obedient because you love Yahuwah. Right? Alright. Give me a second. I'm going to pause this. Alright. Psalms 113, verse 1. Come on. Come on. Alright. Praise ye, Yahuwah. Praise ye, O ye servants of Yahuwah. Praise the name of Yahuwah. That's that right there is is sounds so good to me. Praise ye Yahuwah. Praise ye, O ye servants of Yahuwah. I'm a servant of Yahuwah's, so I praise Yahuwah. Those who are on this channel, we are servants of Yahuwah, so we praise the name of Yahuwah. Baruch be the name of Yahuwah. From this time forth and ever and forevermore. Which means his name is always and should always be Baruch. Verse 3. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same. Yahuwah's name is to be praised. Someone asked me one day, they say, Brian, you just be sitting outside 
just talking. And but you don't sometimes you don't have earphones in or none. What do you be doing? And I had to tell him, I'm praising Yahuwah. I'm giving praise. I'm praying. I'm always talking, right? To the world, that's considered crazy. But to the Father, I would rather find approval in his eyes and be considered crazy than to continue to diss him and be considered normal. That's, that's, that's stupid, right? Why would I want to be normal to y'all? Always be obedient and seek approval from Yahuwah. Verse 3. Oh, I already read that. My bad. Verse 4. Oh, no. Nah, verse 3. From the rising of the sun, right? Don't that sound like Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 through 9? Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 through 9. I'm using carry phone like it ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's at 100%. Listen to this, y'all. Deuteronomy chapter 4. I said 4. Deuteronomy chapter 6. I'm so sorry, y'all. Verse 4 through 9. Watch what this say. Hear, or Shema, O Yasharal. Yahuwah is Allah. Yahuwah is a God. He's one. Right? And thou shalt love Yahuwah, the Allah, with all thine heart and with all thy soul or being. And with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. Now what did that just say? From the rising of the sun unto the, unto the going down of the same. The name of Yahuwah is to be praised. Right? I said four. I, I'm gonna go ahead and do read Deuteronomy four through nine real quick, y'all. So let me go ahead and knock this out. I know you ain't one out there. All right, verse eight. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. What words are he speak? Are they speaking about? Right? Law, statutes, and commandments. Did you know by the law, such commandments, you're supposed to write the law, such commandments over for yourself? Do you know why? Because if you write those down, you know them by heart. You can read something all day and it don't stick. When I do lessons, the reason why I be knowing the scriptures of those so many scriptures because I done wrote it down. When I used to do my lessons, I used to write the dang um i used to write the actual verse out so like my page would be full of verses but it would have the actual verse wrote out all right verse four yahuwah is high above all nations and his esteem above the shamayins so you mean tell me yahuwah's esteem is above the heavens so why are y'all seeking the creation over the creature? I mean, the creation over the cre creator. It don't make sense, do it? Verse 5. Who is like unto Yahuwah or Alua, who dwelleth on high? Who is hum who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in Shamayim and in earth? Verse 7. 
He rises up, he raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill. That's powerful. Verse 8, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. That's crazy. So he goes, set him with princes. But check that word out. Even with the princes of his people. Right? So he going to take this poor man out of the dust. And he going to take the needy out of the dunghill. So that he can sit them amongst royalty. Right? right? Why would he take these these kind of people and put them among these other people? Because whether you know it or not, the reason why Yahuwah deals with the poor and needy is because they're humble. They're not prideful people. Right? Verse 9. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and be joyful and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye Yahuwah. Now check that out. Let me show you something. First off, he said he made the barren woman. Barren means she couldn't have children. But he said, hold on. He made the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. That's crazy because most people be like, man, she could have adopted. He, he adopted. A mother is someone who gives birth. She experiences that pain. Anybody can be a mom. Anybody can have a, can go adopt. But a mother is someone who's been through travail. She's un a mother is someone who loves children. No, a mother is someone who gave birth to this child. She understands what what she went through. She carried this child nine months. That that. That, that pain that she went through is love because she sacrificed her body for this child. Anybody can be a mom. Alright. So we go praise ye the name of Yahuwah. We're moving on to Psalm chapter 117. And like I said, it's two verses, but it still goes with the topic. Check this out. Oh, praise Yahuwah, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. Girl, you could have just, it was 113. You could have just went to. Oh, praise Yahuwah, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his compassionate, for his compassionate kindness is great towards us, and the truth of Yahuwah endureth forever. Praise ye Yahuwah. It's amazing how no matter where you go in, in, in Psalms, you're always talking about praising Yahuwah because what? He endureth forever. His love endureth forever. His kindness endureth forever. And you look at David, and you say, man. A lot of these, you be talking about how Yahuwah uh, helped me this and helped me that. But yeah, what David do? He continuously gave praise and let Yahuwah know, hey, look, you're, you endure forever. Your love and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, no matter what you're going through, no matter how life hits you, 
there's always restoration there's always a comeback and I know I keep bringing these up but I'm gonna keep bringing them up you're married and things not going right at home it looks like everything is about to go out the window you looking like man why this happened why that happened just to think why are you trying to destroy me Yahuwah is not trying to destroy you he's trying to get you to see the bigger picture praise him give him what he deserves so within that we go say a prayer and then we're done um sorry father of Yahuwah come to you right now just saying through that Yahuwah we know that everything that happens happens for a reason we apply for jobs we don't get them we go places we're not supposed to be but Yahuwah you say not to give up but to continue to fight because just because you didn't get that one does not mean I don't have something in store for you Yahuwah, you continue to show us your, your miraculous works and we continue to just look over them, not being appreciative. Well, Yahuwah, today we want to let you know that we praise you. We want to let you know that we appreciate your kindness, your favor, your love, because you do endure it forever, Yahuwah. You've been here and you continue to be here. You could have gave up on us so many years ago, so many days ago, but you continue to say, I'm going to let you live. I'm going to wake you up. Because tomorrow or the next day gonna be something different. So we say Torah in the name of Yahuwah, in the name of Yahushua. Um, for Yasharal, always keep your head up. Yahuda, always keep your head up. In the name of Yahushua, Barukata Yahuwah, Barukata Yahusha. So be it, let it be. Firm degree. Firm degree.